Testing. Welcome back to the producers. Testing. Matthew, test. Testing. Test. Okay, no. Huh? No. Test. Okay. Test. Yeah, it's about eight seconds. But we're, we're doing the intro now. You wanted you. Oh, is the intro? You wanted oh, it to wait. be a part of the intro, so it's okay. a part of the intro. Well, you got a, a spiel, don't you? I do, but I said welcome back to the producers. As long as oh. I say welcome back to the producers, that's like the only thing that I've caught myself doing every episode. Mm. So I feel like that's fine. Welcome back, producers. Welcome, well, back. welcome back to the producers, Jonathan. Oh my gosh, they, no one, nobody, nobody ever welcomes me back. They never welcome you back. I never welcome on my own show. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I just think people sometimes get so caught up and like, holy shit, I'm actually here. I'm doing Jonathan's podcast. And they forget <laughs> I should be like, yes, anding him. I should be throwing things back. I have a lot of improvisers on the show who really make it about them. I know. You'd think they'd be like stand up comedians or something. And, and, come on. Runway models, just all about them. Dude, this table is gonna be so annoying. It's gonna catch up so many sounds. Nah, man, you could like uh. It's gonna catch that sound. You get those mechanical pencils, like you ever get that? Yeah. Oh yeah, you get the beat going. To- yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Do in middle school. <laughs> There's a kid I knew who like could do that so well, and I was like, holy shit, this dude's gonna become an amazing drummer. He was super athletic. I was like, this kid's gonna be in the fucking NFL or something. And I saw a picture of him, like, my senior high school, and I was like, what the fuck happened to this kid? This kid was going to make it. This kid had everything at his fingertips. And this just... is already going to be the longest intro for what I believe, based on what Chris has told me. Our future guest, Chris, is going to... This is going to be the longest intro for the longest episode. Yours is three hours. Your first one, remember? Yeah. Mm. That was a long... That was a fun, though. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, um... Yeah. Because it just flew by. So, it's not often that I do the intros beforehand. Usually, if I'm, like, stressed for time or something. But, like, this is one where I felt like it was appropriate because of the what he's built up. Like, he's bringing food. Yeah. This is going to be a gross episode. If you don't like oh, food, it's going to be terrible. Um, but he's on his way. He'll be here in, like, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I don't know what else to expect. But, yeah, Chris is going to be on. He's a wonderful dude. Um, he's one of those people who I love having on the show who I don't know very well. I've never had like a one-on-one conversation. Like he's in my 501 mm-hmm. and like I've seen him around. He's always so polite, so fun. Um, How old is he? I don't know. I, I, I'm going to guess, guess 22. Yeah. I little, think he might have said he was 22 to me. Is he feeling 22? He feels 22 to me. Yeah. I mean, um, I was just saying that because like he definitely seems, he seems like just like a cool yeah. young dude. Yeah. Like I like him a lot. He's like, he's always super positive, always like. Just never in a bad mood. I have this issue where I have, like, a resting, like, a-hole face. So I t- constantly, like, if I'm, like, You can swear on theater- the... You can swear on the podcast. All right. I've got a resting butthole face. <gasps> you can't say um, that. All right. <laughs> Grandma! Um, that's gonna be a penny in the coin jar, little man. The swear jar. Um, yeah. I have an issue where I feel like, uh, I... It can come off as, like, looking pissed off to people. Because I'll be just, like, deep in thought. And sometimes it's deep in thought about, like, an idea. I'm like, okay, don't forget this. Don't forget this. This video idea. This this I, this I idea I want to remember. Or it could be me just, like, thinking about, like, you know, like, does Blake Shelton have children? Like, it could be, like, the most idiotic thing, like, you know. Um, but? Then I, like, am done... But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'll, I'll, if I'm thinking and I'm walking through the theater, there's just some times where it's like hard for me to get out of space and like see somebody be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, but Chris is always like The complete positive. opposite. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's always like great. He's he looks always like there. He's, he's in the moment. He's engaged. He likes, he's like your Blake Sheldon has one daughter. <laughs> or yeah, something like, like that. Holy shit, this kid's amazing. <laughs> yes. He's engaging and like a Wikipedia page for Blake Sheldon. He is. He knows. Mm-hmm. He's a big Blake. You should Sheldon. definitely ask him about Blake Sheldon. Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll know what I'm talking about. Some bleach. So let's get to the plugs. I don't think he has any social media, so we just plug whatever we want. Yeah. Um, at rbacomedy on social media. Come out to shows. Uh, tonight we have a show every second and fourth Saturday in June, second best, seventh and ninth. We'll be opening on the seventh on a Thursday. So we'll be playing on the third and fifth Saturdays, Detective mm-hmm. and Rodeo at Riot, eight o'clock, Coaching mm-hmm. Theater. Um speaking of um go follow Fartbox Official on Instagram. <laughs> <You're> just- <laughs> That's my new Instagram. It's popping off already. It is, dude. You are ruthless. With how you post, and I love it. You don't give a fuck. You're not like, I'm gonna curate my social media no. so it rubs you You're just like, fuck it. Let people see how, like, normal my life is. Yes. Here's He's- a picture of the chicken salad sandwich I made my roommate, and then here's a <laughs> video of me at the theater, and it's just gonna alternate between stuff like that. Like, yeah, dude. Every post. My sister, my sister hit me up. I was like, is Matthew your best friend? <laughs> Cause he's all over your, you're all over his social media or something like that. It's more than that! <laughs> <laughs> Best friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I just... I'm making up for lost time, man. Yeah, I'm I'm it glad I kind of pushed you to is, do it. It is like... It's May of 2018, and I'm just now getting an Instagram. I know. I'm making up for lost time, and I I agree with you. I do think it's the superior... Thank you! ...social media platform already. Yeah. It's like... It's just... Um, Facebook meets Snapchat. And honestly, I fucking hate Facebook. Because it's just all just like, it's, you can tell people just 100%. I feel like Instagram, and this isn't me acting like social media is great. I mean, it's still just like, you know. But uh, I feel like with um, Instagram, it's more so like, a, it really is like a photo album for people. Like you'd have at a house back mm-hmm. in the day where, it, you know, it'd be like a, a whole album of your family trips when you were younger, you know, and it's documenting stuff, and I think that's what Instagram is for plenty of people. They're just, you know, showing their life or glimpses into their life. Um, I like that you make it more of an honest glimpse than a curated glimpse. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm not doing, like, fucking, like, I'm not practicing my face and like, a pose as I look into, like, you know. Speaking of Instagram, go follow the producer's cast, social media, at producer's cast, email the show, producer'scast at gmail.com, website, producer'scast.com. Um. I think that's all the plugs. Over the music park starting up uh, weekend in July. Go check out their website. Subscribe Actually, to the email so you can get emails on when they're starting. Go play some music with some people you don't know. It's really fun. Ooh, Orville Music Park. Yeah. Nice. It sounds cool. It's so fun. You, you actually, have, you have dude, to do it this time. That actually, that was an idea I had, like, since I was in high school, was to have, like, a musical gym. Because at a gym, people meet up, and so they just doing. do something communally. And the thing about doing, like, metronome practice especially, I'm just like, it's so boring. But if I was doing it in a room of people, like, what, am I going to be that one schmuck that shows up and is just like, oh, guys, all right, uh, ten minutes is enough for me. Like, I, I've always thought that would be a great idea because it, it's so much like working out. It's just repetition yeah. for practice. And the way that they're doing it is so good. Yeah. They're, like, facilitating so, really, really positive spaces. I'm 100% behind Orville Music Park. Even though I've never been there, I'll have to, I'll you have to, to go. end it up. Yeah. July. Yeah. Any uh, plugs? Well, he's here now, so... Um, Enjoy the episode. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell people, go on Netflix and watch the Joel McHale show. It's basically just the soup. Jesus Christ. Yo, no, I want it. this show to get more He's at the door right now. I don't now. care. Joel McHale is on Netflix. All right. He's at the door of, of Netflix. Check him out. Now tune into to the motherfucking greatest.
Turn the music up in the headphones. Tim, you can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too, go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told your kid. That, dirt up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all, probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things, that go with the push. Feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand was forced. Middle finger to the law, nigga, grip on my ball. Said the ladies love me from the bleachers, they screaming. They like the way I be leaning All the rappers be hating Want the track that I'm making But all the hustlers they love it Just to see one of us make it Came from the bottom of the bottom To the top of the pops Nigga London, Japan And I'm straight up the block Like a running back Get it man, I'm straight up the block Like a running back Nigga, cause I'm straight with the rock Come on, you feeling like a pimp Nigga, go on, brush your shoulders off Ladies, is pimps too Go on, brush your shoulders off Niggas is crazy, baby Don't forget that boy Don't you kiss Yeah, the red light Yeah, the red well, the red lights actually just mean that the mic is hot, but not well, not hot means recording. This means that the mic could, is is connected. So is this the the pro blue yeti right here? I think it's just the yeti. Really? Okay. I bought that one on eBay. Okay, that was an eBay purchase. This one I bought new. That's a blackout edition. I don't know enough about those. That is the blackout edition. Blue it's, yeti. I love them. Uh, and I got, got the snowball there the snowball. too. This oh, is man. for when Matthew, because Matthew interrupt. Now that we live together, he interrupts every podcast. Really? The only one ah. he, did, he, he didn't interrupt was Jesse's because he was leaving as Jesse got there. Yeah, but he's he's going to interrupt ours. I hope he interrupts. I, I like I, Matthew. We confirm. Yeah, we confirmed he will be interrupting. Cool, cool, cool. Um, all right, so how do we sauce this? Sauce it. Uh, right, so, so okay, so yeah, yeah. What have we got here? Anyone who is tuning in now, we have. Almost a two-hour video on my YouTube channel. You can find it at youtube.com slash with three Ys, same as my social media. Um, it's going to be uploaded around the same time. We did a two-hour cooking with me and Chris. Chris Chris Copley is my guest. Hello. As you heard in the intro, um, a lot happened. We've been doing this for about two hours, and we have in front of us. Please. Okay, so we've got uh, some wonderful... You know, all these turned into the same color, because so these potatoes started <laughs> all... supposed to be a rainbow dish. Yellow and red. Now they're all kind of just brownie. So we've got potatoes, um, broccoli, and, uh, and, and duck here. And uh, the duck dish, we've got the sauce for the duck a la orange, which means orange duck in French, apparently. I don't know, <laughs> I don't speak French. Um, we've also got a bottle of uh, Belvedere vodka... Uh, which we will be opening, just so you know. It's happening. And, and we've also got a bottle of Pinot Grigio. And we also went through a bottle of, uh, was it Sauvignon Blanc? I think you got Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. We, Ooh, I'm this cork up. Already gone through good. a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, Matthew, he's not doing so bad. The cork, it comes out of the wine. Who cares what happens to the cork? Now, did I call him? I called you Matthew again. You did. Why did you call me Matthew before? Okay, so... That's I, the first time I've heard it. So... People say we look alike. We don't. <laughs> People say but, we do. But the first time I saw you, I also saw Matthew. I was on stage, okay? Were we doing theater. a tiny bladder set? And you were doing... It was just you two up there. Was it was it. Do you remember what it was? I don't remember what it was, but I'm one of those people who I... Um, I remember, like, how I feel more than, like, what happens. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking, like, you two were amazing up there. Oh, first God, that's so nice. I was like, oh, my gosh, who are these people? What the fuck are they doing right now? Uh, so right now, we're going to we're gonna put a little bit of sauce. Yeah, we got to sauce up. I, I want sauce you to up. sauce for me, too. Cause okay, I'm going to sauce you first. Jonathan Mastowi. Mastowi. It doesn't rhyme with Mos Moscow. 
Not yeah. Mostow. The thing I say is it's not um, Mostow. It doesn't hurt you. Ow. It's yeah. oh, like when you figure Mist- out how to oh, say it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to sauce you up a little bit here. Put a little bit there. So All right. Looks I'll so put good. a little bit over the vegetables as well. Yeah, definitely. I'll do one more scoop. I'm not opposed to extra sauce on the sauce, dude. There we go. Nice. Oof. And I will do me as well. Apologize in advance for the eating sounds, but that's going to happen. It's... It looks wonderful right now. Oh my god, this is so good. Thanks so much for bringing this. This is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I, I barely got all, all of this into my backpack. I biked over here. My, a tree fell in my car. Oh no! <laughs> so my car's out of... Out of uh, it's not working right now. Out of commission. So, yeah. Whoops. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. The phrase I was looking for. So I, I'm biking everywhere. Oh my god. This is so good. Are you, are you eating the duck right now? Mm-hmm. And this is Jonathan's first time eating duck. So good. Oh my god, the skin is... is the skin is so crispy, right? So good. I'm about this. And it's like... Duck is a mix between, like, steak and chicken. It's so tasty. I feel, we've also got Parmesan cheese, which I was gonna put on the potatoes. We can put them on our potatoes. We can put them on our, our potatoes. You want me to get it real quick? I got it. You got it? Cool. You have to entertain people while I'm gone. I can't do that. Okay. Give me that. Alright. And right now, I'm eating duck. <laughs> I'm gonna chew this into the microphone when Jonathan is getting uh, Parmesan cheese. You're so close to the mic! <laughs> what are you doing? The, the funniest thing, episode zero. I swear. Did you listen to episode zero? I, I have not. It's a very, it's like a five minute intro to the show. ASMR, Tom, that's how the show, that's how the, the first thing you hear is Tom doing ASMR. Yeah. Because we did the, we did the show, the first episode, and then we did the intro. Yeah. Oh, oh, gross. Again, apologies. I think the, the snowball might pick up more than the regular mics. Okay. So I'm Like very, I said, if you want, if you want my Blue Yeti microphone, you can... You can have it because I don't. I'm not used to it. In the past four years, I bought it. Um, just thinking, like, oh, I'm gonna start a podcast or I'll record or something, and it's never, it's never used me. I've never used it at all. So, yeah, like I said, Matthew and I are gonna start a podcast network. I'm gonna yeah. try to facilitate people being able to do shows right here in the studio. You were the first person to be in the studio, by the way. Oh, this is this is nice. I like this. You've got like. Uh, Four square feet of, um, <laughs> four square feet of, uh, soundproof foam here. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure. I was like, this seems like a good idea. I'm going to be ordering more to fill out the squares on all the corners. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, go from there. But, like, yeah. I don't know what else to do. How, do. how are you liking everything so far? This is incredible. Good, good, good. This is, like, the best meal ever. we got to cheese it up. Mm, let's do some cheese. Oh, good. Do a little bit of cheese over here. This is... It's gonna be the most boring intro ever. It's just us eating food. Oh. <laughs> uh, the things that happen to you when you have your own show. That's right. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, do it, because Chris will come on and cook you duck. That's right. That's my podcast. Chris coming on to other people's podcasts and cooking food. <laughs> mm, so you're an avid listener of the show. So, I... I've been listening for the past uh, two weeks or so, and I've listened to about a third of your podcasts. It's so it's so it's so crazy to me that people li- actually do listen. Like Josh is the only other person. Josh Blueball. Like, Josh White, right? Josh Wright. Okay. Right. He um, 
hopefully future friend of the show. Love to have him on. Mm-hmm. He's someone who, who approached me about it. It's like, yeah, I listen to your show. It's great. I'm just like, whoa. Hmm. That's so crazy that like someone who's just like, Josh is just like, he's well, the guy. He's the guy. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's the guy. Absolutely. In so- I watched him in Sounds Good Me last night. He was just like blowing it out of the- everything. Every choice he makes is so good. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, so like. Man, anybody who is not listening to your show, who's not familiar with the Coalition Theater, is going to have no clue about what you're talking about. Josh, Josh Wright, wonderful human, great performer. Yeah. That's all we need to know. Wonderful improv performer. Actually, so, as an avid listener, do you want any more orange sauce? Oh, please. Yes. I, I was everywhere. thinking there wasn't quite enough of that on there. It's so good. It is good. It's nice and tangy. We had some problems with it uh, getting it started. One yes. more? Yeah, one more. All right. Put some of the potatoes there too. We had some problem with getting it started. Um, it turned out it turned out okay. It's not the best orange sauce I've ever made oh, uh, so for the Decal Orange, but it is. It's still got that nice tangy, tangy texture to it. So, but so there was something we were talking about in the cooking segment, yeah, which was that you had a list of things that I say a lot. I do, I do, and I would love, I would love to see. Okay, those. so it's not. So I've listened to a bunch of his, your podcasts. And I was just kind of, like, taking notes of things I was thinking as I was listening to them on my phone. So, I've got that as kind of, like, a guide for us. Um, and one of the things is I didn't want to talk about improv, comedy, and coalition too much until the end. Because we do that a lot on the show. Because that happens a lot on the show. Which is not a bad thing, but yeah, it also... it's just like... I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so the first thing, I've got this in a Google Docs file. It's about uh, two pages long. Oh, shit. The first thing... That's incredible. It's double-spaced, though, so it's not, like, a super time. So, it's a full page of, like, thoughts about the show that I've started in my in my patio. So, the first thing I have listed here is drinking game. Okay. Start off by taking a shot, then every ten minutes afterward, we take another shot. What? I will literally <laughs> vomit. I will literally uh, throw up. I, 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 uh, I... That seems, a, like, a bit much. At the time, that's what I was thinking of. Jesus Christ. We're already a bottle of wine deep into this. And this is one I really like what we've got going on here. I'm gonna make this again. This is good. Mm-hmm. Alright, so besides your crazy drinking game. Yeah. I would want you to know, I don't like broccoli. I like this. Really? I don't like broccoli. Wow. This is good. That is something. It's the lemon that makes it, man. Talk about how you prepare the vegetables. Do you usually boil your broccoli? I don't eat broccoli. Okay. Me neither. Mm-hmm. But tonight today. We made broccoli because I wanted to seem like, you know, I was a little healthy. I'm not. <laughs> you whipped up the broccoli like this dude. Health foods. <laughs> Apparently not, but no, you not had really. to be fooled. But yeah, if I can fool somebody, that's that's the important part. All right, so I'll I'll, I'll get into my list here. Uh, the first thing I have after the drinking game is this. You can hear Taylor peeing in the beginning of his episode. <laughs> was that an editorial choice? It was- Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god, are y'all eating? Mm hmm. Yeah, we've got some food for you too, ma'am. We just started. Yeah. Why isn't there a plate? We know you don't. Just sitting right here. It'd be cool. We left it. We don't have any. I'm just joking. Hey. Wait, 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 what? Nothing. Oh, you have a plate? We have, We've got we broccoli, and broccoli potatoes, and potatoes. If you want some duck, I can give you some mine. Yeah, we can give you some mine, too. Uh, I definitely want to try it, but I don't think yeah. I've ever had duck before. Nice. Legit, same. It's good. I've got more than you do. I'll give him some mine. Okay, cool. I've, I've had, I had this, like, yesterday, because I was trying to make it to make sure it wasn't horrible. It's so good. <laughs> okay, so what were you saying? 
Oh, yeah. You can hear Taylor peeing in the beginning of this episode. So was that an end of the beginning? Yes. So, so Tom, I'm pretty sure Tom did the editing for that one. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I love that that choice was made. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think the first thing he said was he had to go to the bathroom, so I let him go. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, probably Tom was like, this is funny. Mm-hmm. That, and back in that apartment, the door, like, the worst thing was when my roommate would shower or, or go to the bathroom during the episodes. Yeah. I, I just looked, I just, like, would look at my guests, and they would be so uncomfortable, because, <laughs> like, something's going on, like, right behind them. Like, it was, like, yeah. as far away as the living room is from us. Like, it was, like, so close to where the door was, and it was just, like, jeez, can't you just wait? You know I'm doing this, so. Yeah. That's why I'm glad that this But now is you've got here. better, better roommates. Oh, I got a wonderful Shout out to Matthew, friend of the show. Friend of the show. He's been on <laughs> three times now. And he was, he appeared at the end of Gretchen's, and he's going to be on this one, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, pro- future friend of the show as well. Who? Matthew. Matthew. Future yeah, friend of this particular future show. Future and past. past. And present. Past, past, present, and future. Friend there of we the show. Go. Just a great person. Um, okay, yeah, so not editorial choice, but I'm really glad, retrospectively, that... It was, it was just funny, as I was listening to that... That's what the <laughs> intro just hit me. Yeah, it's just hit me. Music fades out, P fades in. <laughs> the P fades... It, it's great, honestly. Alright, second thing I had, um... It says, Coalition Roommate. I had mine first. Yeah, you're... <laughs> you're very, um... Upset that we're taking over, like, the, uh... The title of Best Coalition Roommate. So, me and Joe were kind of close before, but I feel like you and Matthew have been super close since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, the first time I saw you two performing on the stage, I knew there was a chemistry there. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? These two are <laughs> absolutely amazing. What What is happening right now? And that's what I remember from you two performing at first. It was definitely, it was not you or Matthew at once, it was definitely you two both on stage at the same time. I was like, what's happening? Were there other people in the set with us, or was it just us two? I think it was just you two. That might, was it like, was it Lab or Refinery, do you remember? Don't remember at all. It had to have been Lab. You had to have seen one of the first Tiny Bladder sets. I think the suggestion was uh, Urinal, and we started out in the bathroom, and then we ended up with Matthew's character being a country music star. Mm -hmm. That sounds, that sounds right. Um, yeah, that was one of our one of our first sets that we got off, and we we're like, we did an improv together on stage. That was our first tiny bladder. That was, set. First, that was the first TV set for yeah. sure. And we were called Dogs with Blogs, but then I, we got into the we were gonna have room. people on. Um, we were gonna have Jordan Phil on, but they couldn't make it. Yeah. Oh no, it was Quentin. Quentin didn't show up because he had to go somewhere else. Oh my god, that's for you. Also, the sauce is right here. So sauce up for sure. Yeah, the sauce is. It's better now. Can somebody cut my duck? <laughs> I've only got a spoon. <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah, so he was saying that, that he saw our chemistry the first uh, first time we were on stage. He's going over his notes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that was, uh, that's, I, I remember, like, so I was at the theater a little bit before you two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I remember seeing you two on, and I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Where did these people come from? I was like, they, they're amazing. I want to see more of them. So, funny thing, <laughs> God, it was. Just, I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was pretty bad. Pretty. I odd. mean, it probably was, but though I think you can like. I don't know. There's been like so many people at the theater that like I see them, and to themselves or maybe to other people in the crowd, they're like, you know, just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But like people like um, Ebby when she first joined Murder Beach, I was like, who is this? She's great. And then like Michael McFall. I, like mm-hmm. at auditions, I think was the first time I saw him. I was like, "Who is this guy? He's like hilarious." Mm-hmm. But um, how's your mom? 
for pouring sauce on my, my food. But, uh, Cutting my duck. <laughs> he's, uh, he was saying that him and Joe were like the first like coalition roommates. Uh, no, we, I didn't actually think we were. Cause it, first, know, first, Jim, first of the new wave. First of, of the, the new, new age, new age coalition roommates. Because I know Jim Zarling is with a bunch of coalition people right now, and they're all roommates. Really? Um, Who? Grace and Dashiell for sure. Yeah, Grace Dashiell and, and um, is it Heather? I don't know. Okay, I know that. <laughs> I guess no, we we definitely weren't the first, but but like of the new age. Yeah. People who haven't been around too long. Okay, what are we sure. defining new age as, by the way? I want to I make sure the people, people listening know. People who joined in the last year or two, I think, is I think we're the new we're the new wave. So from twenty uh, seventeen, I think people that weren't on the original house team. Anyone anyone who joined after the last like, house team like pushed. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk about too much coalition right now because I've got okay, a bunch okay, of coalition okay. stuff for later. All right. All we're right. alienating everybody who isn't part of the coalition right now. You need to broaden your audience, Jonathan. Okay. Mm, we can make this wide. Worldwide so, stuff. One of the things I said to Will on episode four was, don't try to host a show because I'll let you. Like, <laughs> So do your thing. Well, I'm going to say my third thing. I think this will appeal to a very wide audience. Uh, the yellow in your podcast uh, like um, picture is the same as the yellow in the Pornhub logo. Did you know that? It's orange and no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even though instantly it just clicked for you, and you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh my god. Was that, was that a purposeful choice? No, 100%. Is it the same code? I was wondering why it was called Jizz Orange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I picked orange. I, I, I knew that the, the headset is Astro A40s, gaming headset. Because originally, if you ever go back onto like the producer's like uh, uh, Instagram, the first like of the first ten pictures, like seven of them have us wearing headphones. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of pointless because you couldn't actually like hear anything. Yeah, it was like with the intention of like trying to like isolate. Them. You would you would plug the headphones into these Blue Yeti microphones. Give us money, <laughs> Blue Yeti, and you you could hear yourself talking. Exactly. Yeah. And, and after You're a while, like, oh my gosh, how weird do I sound talking? Right it was now? like me like trying to put on like podcast airs, and now it's like I try to keep the microphones out of the way so we could have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. It's way nice. better. No, I did not know it was the Pornhub look. <laughs> Color. Alright, let's see. The next thing I've got is, uh, you've been eating mac and cheese for a month? Oh my god! <laughs> you said that during one of your podcasts, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to I have to help him. I have to save him. Is that why you go? That, that's one of the reasons. The other reason is because Daniel came on, and he was talking about, like, bringing stuff to people. Stuff like that, not just, like, showing up by yourself. And it's, like, a nice thing to bring bring stuff for people. Yeah, yeah. Big, so, big, definitely a big, big, big thing. Um... Yeah, I was broke, and I mean, I'm still broke, but like, mm-hmm. I was broke, and also the calories. I'm not. I can't back this up, but I, my intention was like, it's probably not healthy, but like, I'm not like eating a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's also easy to like 15 minutes. Um, so tell me how much of that was hyperbole and how much of that was real. Like how like how much did I eat over the month? Yeah, how much mac and cheese did you eat over a month? A yeah, lot. most meals. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was like I, went, I might go to work and I might like. Uh, when when was this, by the way? When was, give us a time period. Probably February to like on. April. The tragedy of it all is that Jonathan didn't realize until he moved in with me that there's actually a portion of the nutritional facts that says servings. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't actually saving <laughs> a lot. It was he like, didn't realize that a family-sized box of mac and cheese. 
was for it was meant for a family. But no, was, I'm just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> it was it was like 600 calories still, yeah. which is like that's not good. for two yeah. meals. I mean, my body's supposed to be burning like what we're eating right now is probably it's definitely more than 600 calories. Oh yeah, which is I don't. I mean, it's pretty healthy. It's like potatoes. I'm and, eating broccoli, like and broccoli. But it's also duck, which has got a good amount of fat in it and everything. So. Oh, I don't care. This is this is a rarity. This is <laughs> I really like this. Mm-hmm. The only meat I ever eat is like we get. Have you cooked duck before? Or chicken. Have I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've cooked it before. Are you, like, into cooking? Like, are you pretty good? Because, I mean, this dog, I was like... Oh, my God. Leaving, I was like, all right, now this is either going to go one or two ways. He's going to cook it good, like, very well. Or I'm going to have it. It's going to be dry. I'm going to be like, all right, well, <laughs> first time cooking duck, you know? Yeah, I've, I've cooked it before. Um, you also I, cooked it before, last, yesterday, you said? It was it was yesterday or the day before. I forgot which. But uh, I cooked it just to make sure, like, can I can I do this? Because I've made this dish once before. I was like, I don't want to completely fuck this up for for the podcast. And I don't want everybody to know I'm horrible at cooking. Well, you but, definitely could have fooled us. You could have said, I've done this before a lot of times. I'm yeah. going to believe you. That's good, good, good. Because I'm, I'm learning. That's one of the things I want to do. Like, I'm, I'm learning to cook. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I'm uh, really having fun with. Mm-hmm. It's a good skill to learn. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you can impress people. So it's I, I like it. I, I had a lot of fun eating this and making this. Uh... We have we have a YouTube video of it. It's going to be on uh, Mastawi. 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 Oh, right. it doesn't hurt you. Ow. I'm trying to think of what this like okay. tastes like. It's a mix between like steak and chicken is what I've heard. It's the closest thing to mm-hmm. describe it. Oh yeah, it's a, the t- it feels like chicken tastes like steak. Mm-hmm. If you have to like separate the two into like explicit categories, that's how it works. The great thing though is like the the fat. I hate fat. Not meats usually. Yeah. But the fat is, like, so delicious. Yeah. It's not gristly, mm-hmm. you know? Good to chew. Yeah. I'm a fan, dude. You but just, <laughs> but to bring shit. it back, I was not exaggerating. I ate a lot of mac and cheese. Really? Yeah, a lot. Just mm-hmm. because it was, say, it was like $2 a meal. I mm-hmm. think it was a dollar or something. I used to buy it at Costco. I haven't done it so much lately because... <clears throat> I haven't had a chance. I don't know. I'm, in, I'm moving shakes you up for sure. Like, yeah, you're not in your element, so definitely, definitely. And Matthew, I, they've been trying to eat healthier, like meal prep. So yeah, slowly we're like we're not trying to like fool ourselves and be like, oh yeah, we can eat salads and yeah. then on another meal yeah, every day. And like, no, we're we're just taking it, ourselves like, into it one to three days at a time, and we're rolling with as best we can. And not yeah. not, not getting mad. And you two kind kind of share yeah. food some too, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Before, yeah. Yeah, we try to meal prep a little bit. That's what I like yeah. to do with, with Joe is right now we kind of have our stuff separated. Mm-hmm. So we've actually got uh, three cartons of eggs right now. And you don't need that. You don't need that many. Were you, did you, um, did you... Joe, my roommate, by the way. Joe Freeman. Did yeah, you, in a show. sense, maybe aid his weight loss? Because I just, I just got Instagram and... Uh, no, I was, that was, that was, I'm taking dude. no credit for that. That was all his own. Holy shit. That was what a transformation. Him. I hadn't yeah. seen a uh, picture of him until I looked at his Instagram the other day. And I was like, oh my god. Who's Caddis? By the way, the cat is precious. Jonathan's cat is Pretty Boy Floyd Jr., kind of the show. Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, I've heard I've heard his name before, but never have I have I met Floyd. He's the best. Floyd. Okay, so what's uh what's your next your next name? Um God, that was so good. So good. Mm, to come home to you too. Mastoe like spreadsheets. That's interesting. Okay, so I'm a I'm a statistics major major at VCU right now. So I was interested in that, and you used to do something like daily Q&A, so I'm interested in hearing about that, what you're doing, and uh, what you were doing, I guess, and what you're doing right now. 
Nothing I've ever done is super impressive, but if I'm going to like try to like explain it like it's a resume, I just, you know, I did a project in college where I, um, the professor was doing, he had a lot of data and he was trying to like compute it um, for his land and slave transactions from 1830s in up, uptown Louisiana. Okay. By a certain... This is when you were living in Louisiana. Correct. When yeah. I lived in my, my last semester, I did this. Now he lives in Virginia, by the way. I'm in Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, VA. Um, <laughs> uh, and so... Yeah, so that... It was like... Three, it was like... We would take the... We had these giant books where they would like record the old things. Mm-hmm. And we would... Uh, we would pull the data and we would put it into a spreadsheet. And my job was to make sure that it was... It was organized, clean. Yeah. And it had like 3,000 entries. And then it turned into 5,000 entries. And I had to redo it like three times. And so like... I cleaned all that up and, you know... So what were, like, when you're, you say cleaning up, what does that mean? Making sure it's all exact. Because, so, so there was a, there was a, we call it, I call it the big 20. 20 okay. main buyers slash sellers who we were, we were focusing on to see what they did and how it affected the growth of And who was this for? Was this for, like, a university or something? Yeah, this is for school. University okay. of New Orleans, Dr. Vern Baxter. Shout out. Yeah, he, he'll never... Future friend of the show, He'll maybe? never hear about this. No, Okay. Uh, he was a great. He was a great dude. He really helped me out. I taught Missouri. That's like his last words. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the show. Can I be on your pod? Me. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah. So basically, it was just it was just having data and trying to make it make sense. Yeah. All, I mean, that's all statistical analysis really is. <clears throat> um, and then I, yeah, I did uh, that for a job for a while, but it was really just cleaning data and it wasn't really getting to doing the fun stuff. Yeah. I haven't gotten to do any fun stuff lately. No? What, yeah. what did you major in? Sociology. Sociology. It focuses How- on data collection, statistical analysis, and culture and thought culture. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So as as a statistics major, statistics major, like that's, that stuff like interests me. Oh, yeah. I haven't done much statistics stuff. Um, as far as, like, projects and that kind of stuff, but I kind of, like... year are you? I'm a, uh, senior, senior-ish right now. I'm between junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. Um... How old are you? 23. Oh, we were close. Yeah. You got it? Uh, yeah, we said 22. 22? Um... Very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, 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 uh, I went to school for a little bit, mm-hmm. didn't like it, uh, stopped doing school for a little bit, worked for a while, and then went back to school, and I was like, all right, this is, this is how I'm gonna make money in the future. I like doing what I'm doing right now, and, uh... <clears throat> Yeah, so I'm at I'm at VCU right now studying statistics. Is that a school business program? No, that- no, no. That's uh, that's actually they have their own statistics and um, operational sciences. I think it's called it's that's the college. So it's mm-hmm. like separate from like the math school. Huh. So it's like its own separate thing, which is kind of weird. But it's yeah. like it's it, it's cool. I like I like all the classes I've taken so far. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, I'll. I'll finish up uh, by uh, spring of next year, 2018, and I'll find a job somewhere. Who knows? I want to move to, like, Boston or D.C. or something. Nice. Yeah. Mm, big dreams. Mm. Yeah. Boston has, uh, there's a square in it called Copley Square. My last name is Copley. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if there's any relation there. I want you to know, Joe thinks your last name is pronounced Copley. Joe's wrong. <laughs> your roommate, Joe. So My roommate, Joe. Copley. Um, honestly... I, when people say Copley, I don't correct them because it doesn't bother me at all. Sure. Uh, it's Copley, though. It's C-O-P-L-E-Y, not C-O-P-E-L-Y. Mm-hmm. So it, it's Copley, not Copley. But I won't ever correct anybody if they say Copley because I just don't care that much. It's no. like, it's whatever. I so much care. Yeah. I don't know why. <clears throat> it's it's not a big deal. It's like Copley, Copley. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know you're saying yeah. my name. That's for me. Whatever. It's cool. Yeah, Jonathan would be like one of those people would be like, He'd be like the DMV, and they'd be like, Jonathan, Mastowie, 
And he's going to be like, uh, who? <laughs> you need Mastoe? <laughs> asshole? And then he'd walk up. Uh, no, I think the only thing, I would correct people who know me so that they know how to pronounce it. I think that's yeah. the only thing. No, that's, that's when, when people who, who know me, who have talked to me well, I'm just like, oh, by the way, it's Copley. Not Copley. That's good. But it's, it's not like, it's not like a super serious thing. I don't get upset about it. It's I'm pretty sure we introduced you as Chris Copley in the intro. Ooh. Doesn't matter. Uh, you, you know it's not. No, it's Copley. Look at here. You can edit it like really badly. Like uh, today we have Chris Copley. Copley. Wait, did you usually do the intro afterwards? Don't you? You've also heard that sometimes I do it before. Oh. I wanted to capture the mystery because I'm not, not knowing. Because you wouldn't tell me, and like even though everyone last night knew what was happening, I wouldn't let them tell me. I'm like, I need to be surprised. Like, this is <gasps> oh crap! By the way, okay, you guys keep talking. I'll be right back. I have to get my back careful. Oh, oh, uh, Wait, are y'all drinking vodka and wine right now? We have wine, and he brought vodka. He said what well, he wanted to do shots every ten minutes. So I'm like, I will die, and I have a show tonight. All right, yeah. Want no. What did you say? Want some wine? Uh, let me think about it. You know what's funny? Wait, let me see. Turn this around. Oh, it's Woodbridge. Uh, I come from a place in Virginia called Woodbridge. Woodbridge is north. That's where my dad bought yeah. my car. I'm actually. Well, I'm from Montana. Jesus Christ! What? <laughs> <laughs> This is for the end of the show. Just like, don't let people know what it is right now, but it's okay. for the end of the show. All right, all right, all right. Why do you have that? Because I uh, I know what you do for the end of the show. Yeah. And uh, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll bring my own. <laughs> yeah, I guess there is nothing weird in There's here. nothing. Except now there is. Now there is. We'll hear about wait, that wait, later. Wait, 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 wait. No, so no, no. did you... We'll hear about that later. What happened? All what right. I have a million questions. I know, and we'll get to them. What's next on the list? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, You're gonna keep that here, right? That'll go yeah, on no, the that's, mantle. That's, that's for you. <laughs> this, this, oh! oh. Uh, I feel like we should put it right next to me, okay. because people are gonna be looking at it the whole time. Is this clean? <laughs> it's clean. It's never been used before. Jesus I can tell you that. Christ. Uh, <laughs> it won't stay. The only people... Maybe uh, lick the back of it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. You want to lick the front of that. Or the underside. I guess uh, it depends on your customer. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, okay. All right, so that'll be for the end of the show. People who are listening to me right now laughing, just know it. Uh, stay around for the end of the show. You'll figure out what... Uh, this what, guy podcast. What this guy... What, what this is. What that's, what I just pulled out of my wow. backpack. Uh, so the mm. next thing is uh, very, very clacky keys. Are you rocking a mechanical keyboard? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yo! Talk to me about it. Uh, <laughs> actually, there is kind of a story behind it. So okay. when I was working at the restaurant I told you about earlier, I went yeah. to Figs, the people, the wonderful boob Gavin and Teresa. All right. Um, Good background for the new listeners. Did I yeah. see your boob Gavin and Teresa? Gavin and Teresa. Okay. Never mind. Continue. Wonderful people, Gavin and Teresa. Um, when I was working there, they had, uh, there was another chef who came through, and he had these long chopsticks that were like metal and like, really fancy. I'm I am so know. interested how this gets to mechanical keyboards. I promise it does. All right, so he, I was like, how much do these cost? And he was like, $75. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. My, and the first time, I was like, why would you spend $75 for long chopsticks? It's ridiculous. But like, he is a chef. He's into cooking. You spend money on things that you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I spent like $60 on a mechanical keyboard that I did not need. Okay. Because it was something that I wanted, something that really affected my life. And uh, for the listeners out there, what is a mechanical keyboard? It's it's a keyboard that with a uh, normal keyboards have like a webbing, so like when you press the buttons, it uh, hits a plastic webbing that punches onto like a board that presses, acknowledges the key. These are all. all I've isolated. also got a mechanical keyboard. So. This is all yeah. isolated, so that when you hit it, it hits that button. It's like it's like mechanical. Mm-hmm. It's not like 
it's not like cheap and shitty. So like these are like really nice keyboards. They register yeah. and they sound really loud. And I love the sound. Love mm-hmm. the sound. Um, I'm also starting to get into PC gaming, so it's nice to have something Ooh, good. Nice. But mostly it was just, and also it's light up, it's yellow, kind of goes with the aesthetic of yellow. I have a yellow chair. I had a yellow mouse, but I switched because my wor- I didn't want to have a different mouse for work and for home because mm-hmm. that fucks me up. So I had the same mouse at home and work. Okay. Because, you know, get used to that shape. Um, but yeah, that's really the main reason is like invest in the things that you love, which is why yeah. I, I have the podcast set up and now it like it works out because we're starting a network and we have a studio. Yeah. So like, this I, is nice. I like this by the way. This is, I, I, I know I gave you a little bit shape for having like three square feet of like yeah. <laughs> somber padding. Um, this, we have I like, like this five squares. There are 12 squares, oh, people. There are 12. <laughs> it's a first order. I want to see how many I need. I'm ordering more. Yeah. We're going to have a more. square on each and then I need some in my office. But, I mean, I, I think it'll be cool. I mean, you know, I think one day. I don't, like, to me, I think with any, like, creative endeavor I have now, it's, um, I think we're part of, like, a small, special community, and I really don't care about anything outside of that, mm-hmm. and so I think it'll just be cool, um, you know, one day, when we're at a better point, a more established point, at least within our, like, you know, little community here in Richmond, uh, with the stuff we're doing with this, we can look back on it and be like, oh, yeah, I remember the fucking dungeon, that first setup we had, like how fucking shitty it was. We had 12, like, 12 10 pumps. by 10. Really foam. thin. It's really thin. If you get, like, a little, it's, like, just $20, for 12 squares. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I'm, like... I'm going to pay it again. I yeah, feel like yeah. you could buy, like, a bunch of beer koozies and make... It was <laughs> make more of a everything. difference. Just yeah. koozie the whole, the whole room here. Yeah. yeah. Pick your favorite koozie. Let's, 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 let's give the listeners mm-hmm. a description of what we've got here. Except that thing, because that's yeah. waiting for the end. Please, but, you do this. Okay, so we've got, like, a... What would you say? About, like, a 6 by 10 foot room here? That we're kind of in? I would say, yeah, 6. 6, six by 10 foot room. Uh, it's got, like... You know your wingspan? It's your height. It's your height-ish. Yeah. And if I'm fingertip to fingertip... Yeah. I'm but, then, but then there's, like, freaks like Michael Phelps, who has, like, the wingspan of an yeah. eagle, but the legs of, like, Are you kind of Jonathan a freak right now? Yes. Are you doing that? Yeah. I can't believe Michael you. Phelps. No, he's right. I'm a freak. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, like... Michael Phelps is a freak. Some oh, people have sure. different proportions, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, but anyway, so, 6 by 10 room. Uh, it's got two windows in it. Yeah. And it's got, like, these, uh, these random pieces of foam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all, like, wood, wood paneling. Is that the right word? Yeah. The room is made of wood. Yeah. It's all wood. Hardwood floors, some kind of wood, wood, wood walls and wood ceilings. And there's a ceiling fan above us, uh, that's also got, I'm assuming, wood, uh, wood... What do you call the f- fins? Wind, wood fins? For fans? The I don't know. Yeah, fans. Yeah. fans. Wood, wood yeah. fan. With, uh, it's got <laughs> three lights for the uh, the chandelier part, I guess. And uh, Yeah, it's I like it. And there, there are two, two, three microphones by us. Yes. Uh, there are two Blue Yetis. I think one of these is... I think this is a Blue Yeti Pro microphone. That's a Blue Yeti micro, uh, Blackout, and that's a Blue Yeti uh, Snowball. Snowball, yeah. Mm. So I think that's it. You oh, could have you could have one more. Just so you know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely make that make that happen for yeah, sure. Yeah, because I, I haven't used it for anything yet. Um, I don't think I will honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to start a podcast though. We'll talk. Yeah. Network. So. Um, okay. Uh, so what was the original? Oh, the uh, the, the clacky keys. Oh yeah. Can invest, yeah, invest yeah. in things you like. Okay. So what was that? Uh, was next? Um, uh, which, I also have a mechanical keyboard. 
Oh, do you? Do yeah. you want to expound upon that? Why do you have a mechanical keyboard? Um, I have a mechanical keyboard because... Um... Alright, Jonathan right now is going to <laughs> put the dishes away, just so you know, so you're only going to hear Matt for a little bit. Okay, um... Yeah, I played League of Legends a lot. Oh. Uh, over the course. Like, okay, so I used to... My things Are used to be... Are you a big gamer? What was that? Are you a big gamer? Uh, that was actually I the next thing on my list. Oh, okay. Not. So, we can talk about gaming. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, yeah, I used to be a big gamer. I've, I've been a gamer throughout my life. That's been a way of, like, socializing with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, um, when I first came down here for college, it was in, you know, my early 20s, I, um, my biggest hobbies were, like, social hobbies, like, hanging out with friends, um, playing guitar, uh, going to the gym, working out, and just, like, smoking weed and having fun with friends, you know, drinking, yeah. you know, shit like that. Um, then I hurt my back, and I couldn't play guitar. What'd you, or, how did you hurt your back? Um, I was, uh... When was this? How many years ago? This was the, uh, October of 2013, and like, right before my It's 2018 right now. Yeah. So this was, like, five years ago. Yeah. Five-ish. A little um, bit less Four and a half years yeah. ago, probably. Um... Oh, nice. Yeah, so I... I was at the gym, I was doing pec flies on a bench laying down, and, uh, my shoulders kind of gave out, um, at one point. So I hurt my shoulder, went to try to get work off, uh, like, just, like, a weekend or two off. And my boss was like, no, man, you're just being a wimp, dude. Come on. Don't be an end. like, oh, my God, that guy. Um, my parents were unemployed at the time, and I was going to school at VCU, so I, like, couldn't afford to not work. And so I worked through the injury until the semester was over. Uh, and right as the semester ended, um, like, right as I was in finals week, actually. Um, I Wait, when was this? What year of... 2013, December of 2013. Okay. You just it. Yeah. So I, I was a food runner. So I hurt my shoulder. I couldn't hold up plates normally, so I had to use my back to hold up plates. And then okay. it eventually, like, doing that so often, doing it, like, five nights a week. Yeah. Um, and working out and playing guitar still, um, I ended up, uh, wo- I woke up one day, like, mid-December, um, and I couldn't, like, move wow. without, it's, it, like, terrible pain in my back. Wow. And I, I think it was, like, a pinch nerve. But, um, yeah, so I couldn't play guitar or work out anymore, uh, and those were my two biggest hobbies, and so I just smoked a lot of weed and played League of, played League of Legends for, like, uh, a couple years. Were you like, any good? No. I was no. terrible. I mean, like, <laughs> God, that game is, like, hard. I mean, it's, like, one of those it's things, hard like... game to be good at. Like, there's yeah, a lot of Yeah, there's a learning like, curve, play definitely. That, yeah. There's also different tiers. Like, once you maxed out <clears> I was new, new person tier, then you're at the bottom of, like, good... And then mm-hmm. if, you, if you manage to max out on good, you're at the bottom of great. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. every time you advance to the next thing and open yourself more to the world, like, there's so many people who are just so much better than you. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Because, like, League of Legends, that's not a game I ever got into. Like, I was uh, big into, like, uh, Super Smash Bros. Yep. When that was out, Great and game. I would I would play online competitively, which is a bit of uh, did you play like serious competitively? Like like I never so I was so young that I would I didn't have my driver's license yet, so I wouldn't go to like any local tournaments. But I would play online whenever I could, and that was a big part of my life. Like I would read uh, there's this website called Smashboards.com, which was about like competitive Super Smash Brothers, and I would read that consistently to learn about like the newest techniques and that kind of stuff. I was really into that. Uh, I was really into like competitive Pokemon for a little bit as well. Yes, yeah, Smogan. Yes. Sm- uh, the shoddy oh, battle. I was yeah. on that. I was on that constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a big thing for me. I was probably when I was uh, 14, 15, 16. I was really big into like competitive gaming. Got out of it because my grades were horrible. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I, I, I need to focus on my future a little bit here. That's but, um, mature of you. What a mature decision, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, I mean... 
It's, it's it's whatever. I I I have. When I was sixteen, I was like, yeah, I'll smoke weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that like was not a was not the future in mind kind of decision. Yeah. Not that it was a bad decision, but yeah, yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. And then the other thing, uh, when I was probably thirteen or fourteen, the first introduction I ever had to like into like an online community <laughs> was I was really into Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. So, uh, if you don't know Animal Crossing, it's basically uh, this game where you kind of like uh, you're in, you're in this village, right? And you're kind of like you interact with village people. Your goal is to like kind of like build up this nicer house. This guy called Nook. He's he's a store owner, and he uh, he gives you this house, but you're like in all this debt now, so you're paying back this. He's like uh, I forgot. He's a raccoon or something. You have to you have to pay <laughs> he's back. He's a this fucking r- loan shark. Is yeah, what he is. Yes, that's exactly what he is. And you have to pay back for this house. He gives you a house and a loan for the house, and you have to pay it back. That's your goal essentially. Mm-hmm. But I got really into this Animal Crossing forum, and I was really into it. And uh, that was like my online life for a little bit. I was oh. like, really into Animal Crossing mm-hmm. and crazy. Super Smash Brothers and Pokemon. And from like I'd say from. Eighth grade to like when I was a sophomore in high school, that was a big part of me. Damn. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. I spent, I spent a ton of time doing that kind of stuff. I don't mean this uh, to make you feel bad or anything. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The one person I know who was really big in Animal Crossing was my mom. Oh yeah. <laughs> all, all, everybody I know, the one person who was like actually like, really into it. Was my mom. It's funny because on the forum I was in, there was like, there was a lot of younger people. There was like in like your sixteen to like twenty, there was there was a stop. There wasn't as many people, and then like in older people, there's a lot of older people as well. So it's kind of it was kind of weird. Yeah, on the ends. Yeah, on the ends there, and I was uh, that was that was like the thing I did, and I've got so many posts. In this Animal Crossing forum, I want to do like a coalition thing about it. What is the coalition thing? What was I thinking? Yeah, what oh, was I there thinking? you go. I want to oh do that because yeah. I've got there's wow. so much great stuff. Please prepare that because that show will come back. Yeah, from when I was in eighth grade, about like all the thoughts I had and everything from an eighth grader, and they're all online, <laughs> ready to be read. Um, BelltreeForums.com, by the way, is is the name of the the forum site. Um, not gonna tell you my username, but mostly no shame. Yeah. Um, it's come, to, come to what was I thinking? Now that you yeah. won't tell us, I don't think it's like because it would be like anybody else posting on there, like being like, "Oh yeah, did uh, Chippy the raccoon give you the secret egg that you need to get to unlock the the mansion?" That, that, but like, you hit the so if, if, if nail it so hard there because that's very close. to <laughs> Everything that was I've happening. never played the game, but yeah, um, that was so close. Yeah, though. but um. Since you're saying, like, I'm not going to give you my name, now I'm thinking, like, there's probably, like, some sexual some DVC RP that, stuff. yeah, like, there's not, there's there's not some fan fiction, DVC. like, Raccoon um, RP, join, please. Here, wait, get, get nice and quiet. Chippy the Raccoon <laughs> inserts the golden egg into the tightest pouch you have. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, just gross stuff. Uh, it, it, okay, so it was not nearly that bad. I was still a 14-year-old. Very, very, uh, very clean. Um, nice. But there was some embarrassing stuff on there from when I was 14 that I would not, uh, I need to come up and I need to control, like, how that came out to the world. I wouldn't want to, anybody yeah. just to read oh, that. Yeah, that's everybody. You know? So, I yeah. need to have, I need to give you some context on that. 
No, I think what was I thinking for sure? That was really good. Whenever Coalition Next does What Was I Thinking, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do it. I'll plug it I think I'd have a lot of fun with it. I'll plug it on the show. Um, alright, so yeah, we, uh, let's see. The thing on my list was we can talk about gaming. We kind of did that. Animal Crossing, Pokemon Smash mm-hmm. Bros. Were any of you guys into, like, big into gaming when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Or still are? You, you yeah. talked about League of Legends. I'm not, um, I'm not anymore. I'm just at yeah. a point in my life, like, Jonathan and I played Fortnite. Um, okay. I, uh, I know what that is. Never really got into it. I, um, it's fun. I'm on Reddit enough that I know what, what it is, so. It's fun. popular subs right now. Yeah. 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 I like it a lot, but, um, yeah. So, growing up, I, like, my first game was Diablo 2, then Unreal Tournament, um, and then, uh, like, Goldeneye shit like that. Okay. The solid, first solid. I played Goldeneye yeah. for the, it was an N64, right? Um, yeah. I have, yeah. I have that cartridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I, the original Smash Bros, of course, was, like, yeah. huge amongst, like, me and my, like, cousins. Big and, into Smash Bros. Still yeah. am. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played the Wii U version or mm-hmm. the latest version or whatever, but back when Brawl was a serious thing, I was very competitively into that. My favorite one is N64 still. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one's just, like... The Melee, game, the game, Melee is the big one, The GameCube is my Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Everybody loves that. That's the, the competitions that are still going oh on. It's I watched Melee. a 10-hour documentary on that. You seen that, that documentary? I think I have, actually. So good. Yeah, yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's still people from that... It's on Netflix, right? I don't know. I watched it on YouTube in, like, a 10-part series, yeah. but, like... People are still streaming that game to this day. They, they yeah. have been playing that game for like 15 years. That's that's mm-hmm. an insane game that people s- still really like. It's still played. There are people pay money for when you get like first in like competitions and stuff for the game. That's like that's a serious thing. It's still yeah, huge. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like RuneScape. It's just like yeah. Is RuneScape still played? I played that yeah. when I was they, younger. They, they, and that was so in 2007. They made a change to Evolution Combat, which changed the whole game. People didn't like it, so they brought back old school RuneScape, which Ooh. is like. They restarted it from 07 and are making like adding to it as its own separate game. I love RuneScape and I still I I dude I, I, I played, played it a little bit but I did not like it. My my big games were um, Halo Two and Halo, Halo Three was great. and the first two Modern Warfare's and then Star Wars Galaxies, which was uh, uh, a Star Wars MMORPG. Like right before. It was like it was a really it had a really loyal fan base and was like one of the like top five MMOs and then WoW came out and they tried to make like World of Warcraft and then like within two years the game was like canceled because yeah. it was just so bad mm-hmm. all their fan base left. My that fo- was a great game. Though. My foray into gaming started when um, I was living on my own for the first time okay. and I had a lot of money because I was a pedicabber and I wasn't like spending anything. This was back in Louisiana, Louisiana. New Orleans. I was like a sophomore. Yeah. And uh, I bought a PS3, and I bought, like, Call of Duty Ghosts. That was a new game at the time. I bought GTA V. One of my best solo experiences playing a video game, for sure. That storyline was so good. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at videos on how to do, like, <laughs> stunt jumps. Yeah. And I found this one dude who made videos, and he was, like, playing games with his friends. And I'm like, that looks like so much fun. I want to find people to play with. So I found a subreddit of people who had a call... They called it a Call of Duty clan, because there was a thing called Clan Wars at the time. Yeah. Where you would compete as a clan against other clans to try to win. So I joined, and, like, to this day, I am still best friends with so many people. Tom, I met doing that. And that's funny, because <laughs> the next thing I had on my list, it just says Reddit. Yeah. So I'm interested in, what's your experience with Reddit? That what's your experience with Reddit, Matt? And what's my experience with Reddit? My experience with Reddit, I was against it, because I would go on 4chan. I wasn't as bad, I just liked to read it, because it was, like, people not who didn't care about whatever, they could post whatever they wanted, so it was, like, kind of free and open, and, like... Yeah, it was relaxed. And, I could, and it was yeah. funny. There were, like, funny pictures and memes and stuff. Like, when, when it was first coming out, they would get to, like, the raunchier stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck Reddit or whatever, because that was, like, their opinion. 
And then I was watching the Pro Bowl with my friend Shane from Louisiana, who's getting married next year. Shout out to Shane. Shout out to Shane. Um, friend of show or no? No. I think I've seen He lives in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Get him on the show. I'd like to. Yeah. Shane, get on the show, man. But yeah, he was like, go sign up. So I signed up for the Pro Bowl, and I loved it because it was like, you could, any subreddit you want, you can like go on. And so that's why, where I found the group, Reddit Tryhard is the name of the, the clan. Tryhard? Reddit Tryhard. And what is that for? Uh, for Call of Duty. If you look Call right, of Duty. Yeah, right. if you look right here, you see a sticker right here, Reddit Tryhard. Okay, so Jonathan has a laptop with him. I didn't see this before because it was hidden behind the bottle of vodka and Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. But he's got a laptop with him, and he does have a sticker on his laptop that says Reddit Tryhard. Yep. So that, that's our logo. Xerox made that. Along with a bunch of other stickers. Uh, nah. Um... So yeah, that's how I found them, and mm-hmm. like so like I said, we've been friends. I've been a part of that group for going on like years. I missed I missed yeah. my four year anniversary. I post about it, but oh my God. yeah, but over four years I've been friends with them. And then yeah, I read it for me. It's just like it used to be a place I would go like read and check out things. But once the Alien Blue app stopped working for iOS, mm-hmm. I'm on it a lot less. I mostly just go for the Fortnite. It's yeah. actually funny. I used to I used to use the Alien Blue app. And it was so good. Yeah, it was and a lot better. I heard that was like the app. app. It was. The Reddit yeah. app. And then the, yeah. well, the thing is, is, the people who made it, they they got hired by Reddit. I think they like Reddit picked them up, and mm-hmm. they designed a new app, so they stopped supporting the old one. So when I got a new phone, I couldn't use the app anymore. And it was like, this isn't my experience, so I'm on it like so much less now. And I'm yeah. on Instagram mm-hmm. a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Reddit. So, um, I've, I really loved Reddit when I started using it. There was... Um, the thing was, Reddit reminded me of this website um, that my friends and I used to go to uh, my sophomore, or my junior and senior year of high school. Um, it was called Space Ghetto. Space Ghetto? Space Ghetto was basically like a communal Tumblr. You could um, sign up and then post something and it would show up. It was like basically, uh, imagine just a subreddit. Okay. It was just like that, but you had like a few hundred users, few thousands of users, how you know, whatever. The thing about Space Ghetto was like you, you. It was literally everything. You'd have, um, you'd have a post about like amazing, cool, like abandoned buildings, like yeah. amazing photography and stuff like that. Then you'd have like another post of like really funny memes. Um, before memes were like a huge thing, and then um, and before then memes are a huge thing. What was that? 2011, I think. 11, 12-ish? Yeah, and this yeah. was like 2008, 2009. Oh, wow, um, okay. Yeah, um, not like some underground, like, oh, I was in on the cusp of now. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but, uh, and then it would be like, you'd be scrolling and then it'd be like dead bodies or like granny porn. You know, like, it would just be like <laughs> the whole game, it was like such an experience. Like, we'd go on, oh. we'd all go on Space Ghetto and then we'd like chat about it the next day, at, like, at yeah. school, we'd just be like, dude, did you see that shit last night? Um, and so Reddit, I just, uh, I started using it probably like around like 2012 and I just, I just liked it a lot. And it's like, it's, it's a shame though. I like hate subreddit or I hate Reddit to an extent now. I'm the same way. It becomes I, I such a time it, sink. There are some really good things about it. As well. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I like about it, um, is, uh, I go in there for hockey okay. and stuff and then, um, yeah, I'm really trying to not go on there uh, much anymore just because it's such a fucking waste of time. So am I... And also, dude, I don't like that... Um, so I'll try to do all, like, Reddit all, because I want to see yeah, all yeah. different subreddits, not just the ones I'm Top posts to. from all time. Yeah. yeah, dude, like, you you don't even have to go, like, a uh, like page two, or sometimes it's on the front page, just, like, fucking, like, porn. And I'm just like... That's not what... 
That's not there's what I'm talking about. There's yeah. a time and a place, and also I'm just the kind of guy sometimes where I'm just like, totally wasn't even in my wheelhouse at, at the at that moment where I'm thinking about it, but then I see like, you know, from like big titty subreddit, just like, <laughs> hey guys, how I look today? And I'm like, well, I guess I might as well. I mean, she went through the the hassle of taking this picture. I should, you know, look at it. You know, that's the decent thing I should no. So I, I, I really don't like that about... Are you um, just drinking water right now, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I just came from the gym. I'll, I'll get some a, of that. Yeah, we should give you some yeah, wine. We got, we got a bottle. We got a little, little of the clear wine right here. Mm-hmm. We got a show tonight, man. Yeah. I'm not trying to be drunk. No, don't. I uh, I got drunk uh, when I hosted <laughs> once. Oh my god, it was so... Last night, YouTube, they, like, uh, you got a little messed up, and like, last night I bought a second beer, and you're like... Let me have half of that. Yeah, he bought, a, he bought a Genesee, a second Genesee, and I was like, hey, pour half of that into my cup. I was like, I don't want to see you too buzzed on stage. And yeah. if I had drank that, I would have been too buzzed on stage. Oh, man, I am super buzzed right now. I drank a lot of that. Okay, next thing on my list. Mastoe's. Mastoe? Mastoe. Mastoe. Sense of style. Um, oh, OCBD stands for Oxford Cloth Button Down, not for Oxford Cotton Button Down. Cross? Oxford, Oxford cloth, cloth not cotton. Yes, not Oxford cotton button down. So apparently you said Oxford cotton button down on your podcast. Yeah, but it's Oxford Taylor's. cloth button down. Just no, no, no. Turn that out there. That, like I said, these are all just notes that I took as I was listening <laughs> to your podcast. So I was like, mm. yeah, I got that from MFA. They never say what it is. MFA. Okay. Yeah. I uh, big person on MFA. I no, I'm not a big person. I, I read it a lot though. Yeah. That's Ma- male fashion advice for you, so it's, it's a subreddit. Who don't know? It's a subreddit on Reddit. When I was in college, I would wear just shorts and a t-shirt. I would just that wear shit. Is so like I'm sorry to cut you off. But that subreddit is just like, oh my god, it's just so ridiculous. The thing was, is when I was in college, I would wear just like shorts and t-shirt to class, and I was like, I wanted to get to a point where I was like, I want to care about my parents. Yeah. So for me, regardless of how Matthew feels about it, it was a great fo- foray into like. Caring and yeah. matching and finding like I like Uniqlo. I 100% agree with that. Uniqlo. Like it taught me kind of how to dress. Yeah. Like I I would just wear like shorts and uh, a t-shirt from like anywhere before, but it kind of taught me like the basics of like okay, what is fashion? What looks good? I like this. I like how these people are dressing. I'm gonna dress like this in a similar style. I'm gonna pick the things that I like. Yeah. And I'm gonna use where they jump off from. To find a place, right? So, like, yeah. they're talking about, to like, find $70 or whatever, or, like, yeah. bar- even bargains. I'm just, like, I'm going to stick to what I like. So, if, like, yeah. from Uniqlo, I bought, like, plain shirts. And I like the pants, because the pants actually fit my, like, body shape. Yeah. Oh, I've got that on my list, too, by the way. Later, later. But, yeah, so, yeah, for me, it was more of a jumping-off point. Not, like, I, I subscribe to everything these guys think. It was, for me, it was more, like, this is a good place to start. Where, where do I go? Like, I don't know anything about fashion. How do I learn about it? How do I get started? Yeah. What, what, yeah. I can't, you can't just ask people, because no one's going to the best ahead. ways to ask women. Seriously, okay, really? but I've gotten the best fashion advice from women. So moving Ooh. forward, once you get past the beginning, when you carve out something like, yeah, you ask a woman, they're going to give you their particular style. But again, my point is, no one's going to be as invested in helping you get off your feet than yourself. Yeah, yeah. and so for me, having a community where they cared about this, yes, they have their own curated style, and yes, they're kind of douchey about it. Still, they had something to start with that got my mind thinking, got me figuring out what I like and what I want, and then, yeah, asking more people or, like, paying attention to what other people are yeah. doing really does influence. Yeah. Like, like... Because I've seen your, your style before. I, I dig it. 
I think it's good. Thanks, man. And it's like it's it's similar <laughs> to my style in a way. Very very plain. Yeah, like it's not like anything out there. Nothing crazy. You've got the chinos. Got chinos. You have uh, OCBDs. I had a blue one. I lost it. I want to get some more. Yeah. The only thing that sucks about about Uniqlo is they're like. Made in Japan. Yeah. Got a little bit of a belly, so it stretches a little bit it's down not there. belly. It fits great up here. Yeah. So, like, it's just like... And I have a couple white ones, but I gotta figure Oxford, out... Oxford cloth button-downs for anybody who's listening. cloth button-downs. I yeah. love the style. I love the style. It's just... I think, I think I'm gonna have to get into it again. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just been... Again, living, when you live in... When you don't have the stability of your living situation or, like, job situation... Caring about a lot of things goes out the window. So for me, it was like, get by with what I have. And when I was in a better place is when I originally made these purchases. And so yeah. I had a couple, but yeah, moving forward, I'll definitely like to get back into like... Do you have uh, Clark's Desert Boots? I do. I wore them okay. last night at the show. I've got mm. them as well. So I think that's CDBs. the... Yeah, CDBs. Clark's Desert Boots. CDBs. CDBs. Yeah. Mm. That's like, that's like one of the, the fashion items. Also, if, uh, I'm like, I can't buy this is Stan, Stan, Stan Smith. Yeah, Stan Smith. Another, another highly recommended item off of Male Fashion Advice. Yeah, I I'd recommend that for anybody I who's looking into this, who's looking into fashion who doesn't know a lot about it. I think it's a good way to like kind of find out like what's there and what you like. I also and have that same watch. I, I don't have the same watch. I personally think okay. It's like, shout out to the watch Timex Weekender. It's yeah, the, the most Weekender. recommended watch on the separated. And it, it's a great watch. It's a great watch. It's it really loud. Is. Yeah. I washed it and the, People know the, the it. light doesn't work anymore. But my my light still works. Can I be honest? I think watches are the most useless male accessory. Interesting. I can see where you're coming because from. You yeah. look at it unless you're like a nurse and you need to be able to look at your time quickly. It's like it's 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 something that has no real purpose because if I need to check the time, I just look at my cell phone. And like, not to not to hate on it. Like, if somebody wants to use it, it's just like. But it is a complete like. Um, and now you pull out the pocket. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you still got one there. Um, I'm party thing to that. Yeah, I I personally. Do you think, still have one in yours? He's trying to get us drunk right now. Oh yeah, no, don't do that, dude. Okay. I'm that Chair, uh, drama, I'm tragedy, a coalition theater. Um, I thought like we should do one at least. At least one shot. I, I brought this over here because I want everybody to take a shot. At least one. Uh, I'll think about it, but probably not. Um, yeah, male fashion advice, it's like, um, I don't know, I've always, I feel like fashion is something that's an expression of yourself. Yes. Or an expression of what you want and what you want to get. So, but again, it's, let me finish. So, (laughs) I, 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 yeah. So, fashion to me there's two sides. I mean, there's probably multiple sides to the to the point of view, but I think it's better to go around and look at people in your city and think, like, look at them and be like, I want to look like that. I like that. I like this. I like that. Ask men or women, maybe a fashionable a guy friend of yours, be like, dude, what's, you know, like, do you have any fashion tips for me? Because if you go online, you it's so easy to fall into a circle jerk of like, oh, yeah, dude, you got to get the hot shots from J. Crew, dude. Those fucking, those so, are the sickest I guess sneakers. my thought is, how is asking... People in your city different than asking people on a subreddit who who genuinely care Care about that. And again, I'm not here to say that they're right and all this isn't the naked right, but like, what if you? I'm not saying I'm following everything that they're doing, but I'm saying like 
talking to people who genuinely care, who are genuinely looking for new things, who they have like a lot of starter things. They have a lot of like starter matching guides. Like yeah, these yeah. And that's, go together. those are super useful if you're just coming into fashion or something like that. It makes it so much easier if you want to look nice, but you don't know how. Because the thing, I'll, I'll compare it to this. If you're a single person and you ask your friends to hook you up or to like talk to you about that stuff, oftentimes they're not going to be as interested because mm-hmm. it's not something that's on their mind yeah, or anything like yeah. that. So if you go to friends talking about fashion, like you might get a conversation, but like again, they're not going to be as invested. Yeah, See, I don't. I, I think you get more of a personal perspective of it because people online are like, uh, "Dude, get some." Life. Get no. some okay. desert boots and a button-up Oxford and some uh, nice chino pants and again, a shit-eating grin, and then you're fucking solid. It's a starting point. starting point. Yeah, it's a solid it's a, starting point. Yeah, but it's also if like you, you just about easily fashion, look at somebody that you are like that person's fashionable, and then go to them and be like, because the thing is that subreddit, it's not like some thing where it's like, oh yeah, like. You can sit there and have like such uh, flexibility with what it is that you like when you come in there. There's so many different starter guides. No, it's all starter guides are like, hey, do you want to look like a preppy white guy who just got his first job out of college? I can here's a here's that. a fashion guide. Not that I, it's I, anything wrong I, with I see, that. I see where you're like, from, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like for me personally, I just like I definitely think that uh, like combining both. I just feel like people who like totally. Because that subreddit links to the, um, gosh, what's I mean, it called? I Streetwear as well. Well, yeah, Streetwear. is a, a pretty big one. Streetwear is cool because it shows you. MFA. Yeah. Like, MFA is, like, more of the preppy stuff, and Streetwear yeah. is more of, like, the, all right, if you're yeah. into that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, uh, what's the one uh, where you can find, like, deals? Frugal Mill Fashion. Frugal Mill Fashion, dude. Yeah. That, that, I wasted I, so much time looking at that, trying to find deals and shit yeah. and i actually found one but it's just like um i just moved stuff over there yeah i've got i've gotten a couple good items for there but it's like um i mean you get people on there that just like posting shit like i'm up to my eyeballs of debt and i'm not making much money and i hate yeah, my like, life but right. i just pulled the trigger on two of these jackets like dude like, all right you got you got some stuff you gotta figure yeah. out first yeah i think that people too easily can get onto those subreddits and transfix on thinking that Fashion is going to do so much more for them than it actually yeah. will. It's, At the end of the day, your personality is going to do a lot more for thing. your look. Than, yeah. Yeah. So that's just me. All right. Next thing. Next thing on my list. Uh, come bike riding with me, Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I knew you were... You were you yeah, were, no, that's, that's cool. In Louisiana, you were... A, I don't you, need to. You rode around bikes a lot. I'll, also, you too, Matt. I bike more than him. Do you really? Yeah. I, w- I would love to have well, you too he's on got a bike a car. ride. But uh, yeah. biking is, like, a, a kind of a big thing in my life right now. I like biking for sport. I like biking to commute. I, I'd love you two to come on uh, a bike ride with me. It'd be so much fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've biked with you. The only, the only yeah. reason... Yeah, I did. I biked from... Uh, okay, okay. We biked we, as we a biked commute. We biked home. Yeah. We biked home as a commute. Oh, Not you're talking like about, a real like... bike ride. Do you... Um... You don't wear the Lycra, do you? The, the spandex, the Lycra stuff. Oh, no. So you're talking pines. about, like, let's do Capitol Trail 20 mile... Yes, like that's what I'm talking about. That's, yeah, that's something that, I do but, for um, sport as well. I think it'd be so much fun to to be with you guys. I feel like don't you need someone a little better than a street bike to do that? No, just no. come on with whatever you've got. It'd be a ton of fun. Hmm. I, I love you all to be. I've always wanted to be a bike trip. ride. I love I love biking. It's just like with my job now. I work nine to seven, so like there's yeah. no time to bike. And it's like, tough. Yeah. Get, like, back in the day, I'd I love to like bike to the theater and have plenty of time. But like now, it's like I'm rushing for time. Everything yeah. I do. That's fucked up. Not wine anymore. No, did you sip it? it? No. Or just smell it, yeah. Just smell it. 
Like, um, I, I, I feel like that reaction is like enough for me to like, I shouldn't. It's so just one shot, one shot. You you still got a bunch of wine left there. Finish off the wine. Y'all can make your own decision. You've got a little bit I'm of wine. I'm not going to be taking a shot. If we're going to the theater soon, I, I feel like yeah. you have to veto it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you. I'm going to finish this. This is like I hate shot. getting day drunk, too. I, I get sleepy yeah. by the time that real shit's going down. I right. day drink. Next oh, we're night drinking tonight, too. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. What's that? We're going out after the shows. Definitely. I'll come with you all. Yeah. yeah do something. Steelers slash Pittsburgh talk. Ooh. Ooh. So my mom's from Pittsburgh. That's right. I knew you had roots. Yes. So my we uh, talked about the yins thing. The yins, yes. Y'all and you all and yins and yins. Uh, so I've got whenever when I was living with my parents, uh, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers slash Pirates slash Penguins things. They were always on. I, I I watched them. I'm not super huge into sports, but I'm interested in your take on it. I know you're pretty big into football. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I played a lot. Um, uh, yeah, love love football. Football's always been something I love, and I watch all the games I can. And uh, yeah, huge fan. And uh, the first time, so it was the only thing that Bill, my dad, and I ever bonded over was football. Like we had no connection. Otherwise. Bill is your dad. Bill, he lives in Utah. You don't call him father or dad or something. No, we don't talk anymore. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it's serious. Interesting. I, yeah. Do you wanna Do you wanna talk about that at all, or do you wanna <laughs> the, the, spend the gist, time in a place? I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not shy about it. The, yeah. the gist is I have, uh, and this, I feel like it, it looks bad on my mom, but like the story, I think makes sense. My biological father was an alcoholic, so he's like wasn't in my life. Okay, and, and that's why you 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 just started drinking last year. Yeah, and you're 26 now. Okay, yeah. Okay, I was, like, so I was, that, I was that, terrified I was gonna that, be an alcoholic. That was a big impact on your life. Uh huh. Yeah. So okay. then she married Bill, and then. They were together for a while and just, you know, things change. Mm-hmm. They weren't together anymore. And then she fell in love with Teddy, my stepdad, who is wonderful, 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 like great. So like she's, she's, she found her way. Good, um, good. But, you know, Bill was up with my upbringing, but yeah, we don't talk. Um, but the only thing when I was, you know, when I was, when I was still trying, when they were still married was like football. Mm-hmm. So like I walked in, my first game was the 05 season. It was the week 16 game against the Bengals where they embarrassed us. Leading up to the wild card game where we embarrassed them. Yeah. And then we went on that rampage and won the Super Bowl. That was my first season. Okay. And then I watched almost every game since yeah. from them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I love I, And it's just, it became a thing for me where it's like, this is a, a fun thing. And then I, I kicked in high school, college. I played a year of semi-pro, like, crushed it. Wait, what? You played a year of semi-pro? I played a year of semi-pro football. All right, come on, we get we to dig into that. What's what's going on here? No, that's it. There's no, no more to that. You didn't get paid, right? No. Yeah. Okay. I had what does that mean? You played a year semi pro. Basically, there was a league, so okay. it was like amateur. I mean, a semi pro okay. might be like embellishing, maybe, but that's that's, that's what I that's what <laughs> I, I actually knew it, it as. It was D seven ball. What what position were you? I was a kicker. I was a kicker. A kicker oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I remember hearing that from other podcasts. In high school, I was a backup quarterback. Yeah. But they never let me play. I got a couple plays in. I had a rush. I had a positive rushing yardage, I think. Mm-hmm. Like 10 or 20 yards. Nice. Four career tackles. Nice. One of them, I laid a dude out. So it was Ooh. high school. I punted. And then right after I was like, leg coming down, I got decked. And I got up no fly. And I was pissed. So I start running full speed. And he goes over the sideline. And I just like, <laughs> blow him up. And I was hyped. The other two were just like, kind of. Please fall down. Yeah. I got a. I almost got ejected once. We were playing a playoff game when I was playing semi pro. We were in a, a completely other town, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, punched the ball. Okay. Leg coming down again. 
So I'm playing with grown-ups. I'm 19. I'm playing with adults. This adults. refrigerator-sized person comes and just falls on me. And I, I was like, that was clearly running or roughing the kicker. So I get up. I'm like, there's no flat rough? Boop. 15 yards. <laughs> on me. Yeah. For, for talking to the ref. Uh, it was one of those games where they were like, it felt like they were just against us. Like, they paid them off or something. Like, it was just like, bullshit. Yeah. So Dude, like, if there was like... If there was some, like, serial killer of referees, I feel like most people wouldn't care. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Like, referees are, like, the, the point of hate. Oh, I God. used yeah. to be a uh, baseball umpire. Ooh, people did not like you. Back in, uh, when I was, when I was, like, 14, it was my first job ever, mm-hmm. I would, uh, I would coach, like, the really young ones, mm-hmm. and parents really cared about their really young ones. They all thought they were going to be the next Derek Jeter or whatever. They would get really into that. And I would just be like, ah, I'm a 14-year-old. Don't hurt me. Yeah. So, like, I was making calls and stuff that, uh, you know, a lot of them were right. I made some wrong calls, too. But it's like, I was 14 at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I played flag after my college football. Once the team disbanded, I played, I was a, we played flag and I was a ref sometimes for them. And, People are not happy when things don't go their way. And yeah. They come at you, and it's just like... Mm, yeah. And you're, you're the one that they blame stuff on. Exactly. All right. Next next thing uh, on my list here. Okay, so I said come bike riding with me, Jonathan, right? Yep. Pittsburgh. I mean, I mean that. Steelers, Steelers. Anxiety. Okay. You've talked about this before on your podcast. Yeah. I have making mistakes, uh, prohibit failure, prohibiting failure inhibits innovation. Okay, that's what I have right now, and I've got uh, I've got a bullet point and it says first one one class story. All right. So for my first one one improv class, I fucked up big time. Uh huh. Okay. So we're playing. I don't know if you know if you know this game, but it's basically where you say freeze. Are you doing improv scenes? You Off say the wall. freeze, and, you and you're like you tag somebody out and you go in. So uh, my. During my one-on-one... The best game, by the way. I love that game. It's a really fun game. Uh, during my one-on-one, I tagged somebody out and I said freeze. Okay, so the guy who I was freezing was his name... Uh, I won't say his name, actually. Uh, <laughs> In case you get it wrong. Yeah. But, no, no, no. But he's... He had his hands up against some wall. He's African-American. And I, said, oh. and I said, freeze, put your hands up. And that was, like, a, a big thing. And it's like, everybody's like, oh, afterwards. Oh, jeez. And it was like, it was it was a mistake on my part, but it was just something I said. It was my first one in one class. And it was it was like a big talking point. It was like, after, my, my teacher at the time was Elliot, Elliot Wegman. Great teacher. I love him. Uh, but he was like, uh, yeah, guys, sometimes we say things when we're... We're doing a problem because it makes some other people uncomfortable. Let's not do that anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, was that was during a, a 101 class? It was a 101 class, class, my first class ever. Ugh. And it, it was, like, super awkward for me. I didn't show up to the next class because I, oh, no. I was so embarrassed. I came, Dude. I came to the one afterwards. And after that, I, it, it was so crazy because when I came in, I came in a little late. And when I came in, everybody was like, Chris, hi, hi, and everything. And everybody was very accepting. But, like, it's one of the it's one of those things where it's like, when you're doing improv, there's a lot of stuff that you kind of just do off the cuff. And it's like, not all of it is, like, the right move to make. 
And you need to you need to know you have like friends and stuff to back you up. Oh, for sure. And it's like you know, like it's like I, I was I, I, so it's like I said, freeze, hands up, innocent black man, and that that was the thing I said. Innocent black man. <laughs> yeah. First of all, and it was. I think that's so funny. Yeah, that's, but that's was, some like Michael Scott on the Office. Corn. That's like a. That's gonna be terrible for the audio. Eh, whatever. Yeah, that'll make sense later. That is something I feel like now. Like if, you, if I was playing with people who I knew, like I feel like that's like something that we could like call out the bullshit in society yeah. and yeah. be like. And that's like, what, like, that's play kind out. of but, like, what it was doing. First one on one sketch for, ever. Oh, geez. it was like super yeah. awkward. And I actually have, I'll get it in a second, but I have the email that Elliot sent to me, after, or sent to the whole class. So while you look that up, I want to tell a similar story. And it's like, I just want to say, if you're trying out new stuff, <laughs> try it out, be aware, be know that everybody has your back, and like, sometimes you say stupid things, and you don't mean it, but it's like... It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And it's like, you don't, it's not anything... Yeah, having your back is a big thing, because yeah. uh, somebody on my team during our first or second show, they came out, uh, and they were trying to do this thing that nobody picked up on, which was like, hey, it's my 30, like, basically, what she was trying to get across is, hey, it's my 30th birthday party, uh, let's do depressing stuff, because I'm 30, and I, you know, it's depressing. What she came out and said was, uh, alright guys, thanks for coming to my 30th birthday party, so are y'all ready for the Anne Frank's Diary reading? <laughs> and the whole crowd was just like, oh. oh! But, I will say the person who saved it, which was Kale, he Kale, was Kale, off Kale. screen. He's printed him. Not yet. Not yet. We need to get him on. Eventually. Yeah, he's, 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 he's awesome. awesome. This is my 401. He came about on. about 401 class later. I've got some stuff I want to say oh, about that. Geez. He, uh, came and knocked on the door, um... Like, just a few moments later, uh, <laughs> after it was, like, a little bit awkward with the scene, he was like, hi, um, I'm your, uh, Anne Frank stripper. Like, he, he's, he, the way he said it, he was like, uh, he was a, like, Anne Frank stripper. Mm-hmm. Like. Totally say that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and people were like, it went from being like an aww to the thing of people were just like, oh my god. Theater people were freaking out because it was just like so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, yeah, if somebody does something ridiculous, you need to you make go them look good. Yeah. So if you go up and make them look good, it makes a huge difference in everything. The only, the only thing I can think of that I did on stage that I regret doing, we did a Tiny Bladder set, mm-hmm. and Casey and Matthew were on stage, and Casey tied like a rock to the ceiling. It's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a great prank. So I'm thinking, how can I make this look good? I'll come on stage as a blind person. Mm-hmm. And I did the whole eyes closed, like, hello, See, I'm that here. That wasn't it got an thing. audible, oh no, oh, what is he doing, oh. That's not a bad thing, though, I mean, yeah. it's like, uh, Sometimes it, it wasn't funny. done well, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I, know I think one you time, too quickly, like, hit the rock. When I was doing I it, I didn't know, like, well, I, I panicked, I was like, I gotta make this look good, I don't know how. It was such a weird choice. Sorry, Casey, it was a weird choice. I'm, go- I'm gonna read the, the, okay, so Elliot, I think he's a great teacher, he's a great coach. One of my favorite uh, house teams, by the way, they've got an amazing format. Yeah, yeah, everything goes. I'm gonna read his email that he sent at the end of class to, to me. Alright, so he said, awesome job in class, dude. If you told me the white guy who made the scene choice to hold up a black guy in week one would become one of the best players in class, I wouldn't have believed it, but that's what happened. You make a lot of smart choices and a lot of, a lot of good details and flesh in scenes. You do a good job moving the scenes along and making your partner look in the process. 
And, like, that's the first half of it. But it's, like, one of those things, it's, like, I, I made something, I made, like, a stupid choice at the beginning. But at the same time, everybody's making stupid choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they're in I mean, that's and stuff like that. A buddy of it's mine. It's, like, you don't know what's good and what's not yet. Yeah. So you've got to kind of figure out, toe, toe the line, figure out what you what you like and stuff like that. Absolutely. A buddy of mine, he, um, he was telling me last weekend, we went out for his birthday, and he was saying how he, he just had something, he had, like, a scene... Uh, on stage, he's in one-on-one, I think he's like, you know, what are we, like, five, six weeks in? Uh, and he had a scene, like, third or fourth week where he got out on stage and he was trying to gift his, uh, scene partner and she was just, like, disagreeing with everything and he just got mm-hmm. so upset yeah. that he, like, he edited himself as, like, I'm sorry and just walked off into the green room oh, wow. or, like, went to the bathroom and just locked himself in there for, like, ten minutes and then, uh, came out and, uh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I mean, even if you do that, whatever, but it's just, like, stuff happens. Like, I've had, dude, during auditions, uh, I had scenes with a person that, like, completely, I was just, like, so stressed out. Because it was the second day of auditions for Mm -hmm. house teams. Yeah. And what this person was, was throwing at me, and, like, they were hogging the space so much, but, like... I feel like sometimes I get a little competitive on stage where it's like if yeah. the crowd isn't being good or the partner or the like stage partner isn't doing good, well then I'm I'm not gonna be the one who looks bad. Bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Uh go into the office and first start on the left. Cool. I'm gonna say that uh next thing on my list is one, toilet paper is cheaper online. It is. Next, uh I lost my self identity is the most used phrase in the show. You think so? I'll be right back. How many episodes do you listen to? I listen to like at least eleven. At least love. It's so funny because that is like a big thing, but like that was such a huge thing for me with like when I was seeing Sharon, mm-hmm. which is all things that have been talked about so much. Um, I was wondering when you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tiny bladders. Um. <laughs> The losing self-identity that, like, comes and goes, like, so often. But, like, but, but, like, like genuinely, like, the whole story of, like, coming out of college with nothing. Like, I didn't do anything. I played video games. That's not an identity. That's a hobby. Yeah, and I was there, too. But, I mean, like, that's just, that happens, though. It's oh, like, yeah. dude, they're, like, I mean, I don't know. There's, like, that might be seen as an identity, but then you see somebody who's out there, like, sexually active, like, see, look, they're living their life. But in their eyes, it's, like, they're, like... You know, like, I just keep going around and having sex with all these people. I feel like a slut. What am I doing? I just can't. What am I doing? What's my identity? I'm just, like, doing this to fill a hole. It's all, like, the same shit. It's like, yeah, you play video games coming out of college, but it's just like, look at you now. I'm just the type of person. I'm just like, you know, that I crunch you hard when I look back on things, so why not just look forward? Well, no, but I feel like to look forward and and to make sure that I'm making good decisions... You have to look at the past, and especially oh, when dude, it's like the, the past is burned past. into my retina. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to look at the past. It's already there. Well, my perspective on it is because that's why that's the main reason I started the show was like to to do something, and I feel like that's what what he's saying is I talk about it a lot. Well, if it was early episodes, then yeah, I can understand that. But if it was recent episodes, it's like surprising because I feel like no, for well, it's not. I like, feel like recent episodes have been like more about like create creative endeavors but yeah but like so the thing is is to give them context as to what how it all started and how i got into things Mm -hmm. and that's why it's the most recent phrase because i I try to breeze through it and be like i I did this and this and that Mm -hmm. not not, you know most guests don't listen to the show 
Yeah. Yeah. True, 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 true. What is he doing in there? Probably going to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Maybe he, like, has something else up his sleeve. <laughs> Another oh, thing. I feel like he's he's had so much. If he leaves this here, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to keep it in here, but, like... Yeah. It's going to keep falling. You just leave it right there, like that. That's not... I don't want to do that. What? Whoa, it's going to be better on the wall? I think so. Out of the way. But also, like, how do I facilitate that? This is going to make sense at the end of this episode, but, like... The thing is so disgusting. It's so gross. And it fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it is really intense. And also, Ooh, just man. proportionally, like... <laughs> that was a really small... Th- okay. So, yeah, we kind of thought about it. The, that talking point. The self-identity? Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you so, want to go on to the next one? Sure. Unless you, unless you have any, like, want to think anything you want to bring up about it. Oh, no. I, I haven't heard anything that you just said. You're clued. Yeah, you're, you're, clued, clued. you're clued in yeah. on it. Cool, cool, cool. After listening. Uh, next thing. Uh, what's the end goal for the pod class? What are you trying to do with it? I think that's the, the thing is it's turned into a thing where it's just a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best things is I love doing it. I love having a, like I said, I love having a backlog. I love kind of having this thing that I do and like, I don't know, having a show and I'm not tired of doing it. Um, it's I personally feel like, you know, I mean, I don't think Coalition Theater is going away anytime soon. And I think like, you know, up and coming improvisers like five years from now are going to be listening to episodes of your podcast to get information about people that they are at that point looking up to. Yeah. And they're going to be sitting there being like, oh, dude, I want to be on that podcast. Also, been really cool because, like, as you know, like, I'm a big fan of the Pete Holmes thing. Like, listening to those episodes was huge. And, like, there was episodes that I felt like he was talking to me and helping me through problems that I was having. So, mm-hmm. that's early on, of course, when I tackled, like, really vulnerable things. Now it's more just talking about, like, arts and stuff. But, like, I think the end goal is to keep refining it and try to find what is, like, really good and really helpful. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of my thought process is, like, just keep doing it. Yeah. Don't stop. Like, let's let's get to 100. I'll let go of that. Keep doing it, man. Yeah. I, I like it. I like the episodes I've listened to. I so fun. Got, so got some fun. good stuff going on here. It's good. Thanks, keep doing it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I lost myself. I didn't eat. Was in goal. Okay. Um, next thing I have. Okay. I heard. I heard something. ADHD, depression, and OCD are the big three of people who have never been to the doctor but swear they have something. Like hypochondriacs? I don't know what that means, but yeah. Hypochondriac is someone who thinks that everything's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. I guess not, because a hypochondriac would go to the doctor all the time. It's on my list. People who, people who have never been to the doctor but swear they have something. Oh, oh you mean like, well, like, I mean, like self-diagnosis? I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I'm depressed. I have OCD. I have ADHD, but they never go and get it like, yeah, yeah. confirmed. I, as I said, this was like when I was listening to your podcast. And I was just what episode was that one, I wonder? I have no clue. The only thing, the only comment I think I have with that is like, with OCD, people just use it wrong. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's actually a thing, and it has like a slang meaning. People are like, oh, I like things a particular way. I no, must have OCD. It's no, not, it's like, no, you're not obsessively not compulsive. Like. Yeah. That's that's what it means. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's really the only, I guess, comment I have with that. I feel like one day they're going to find out that um, ADHD is like heavily rooted in just like depression and anxiety issues. Because I was diagnosed as ADHD, and I had I like took Adderall for Oh, you moved it. It kept falling. Yeah. It's just like... No, I touched that thing way too much. Yeah. All right, next one. 
Uh, I listened to your podcast backwards. So there's some great dramatic dramatic irony there. And you have bullet points. It was so funny to hear you talking about this cool girl you're dating. In the episode before, you were talking about the same girl. And you were like, she abused my heart. She can never be trusted. <laughs> what? That's what I wrote. I think it's the girl that, the first girl you went to the, you went to the first show at Coalition with. Oh, Liz. I don't know her name. Okay. I'm oh, wait, did you name. start from the beginning? No, I started at the end. And, and work backwards. So I know stuff about these people. And then at the time, you didn't know stuff about them. But yeah. Then you later she was extremely them. emotionally abusive. Yeah. So much. She made me doubt my own, like, identity. Yeah. She made me, th- yeah, I feel like I was an idiot. So, like, yeah. And she was really cool. Yeah, so you, you hear the, yeah, like, she was, yeah, abusive. And then I go back, I'm like, she's really cool. Yeah. 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 That is definitely really dramatic. And, and, and I also love... I might have to hate it because it's kind of cringy, but also I love it because, like, you kind of capture that real moment of me, like, really being into the situation and then me really not being in the situation. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of... There's only, like, a couple of weeks between those those two points that you felt as well. Yeah, we only had, like, two months. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I was, like, you know, chatting to him throughout it, just like, dude, get the fuck out of this. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then I was in my own toxic relationship, so it's just like, you know, that shit happens. Yeah. It does. Next bullet point I have is it's funny listening to Ryan's podcast from a year ago where he was talking about house team auditions and you were sitting there as a green improviser in all of it all. And I'm sitting here listening to the dramatic irony because now you're in a house team and everything. Yeah. It's like before you're like, oh man, house team, that's, that's so awesome. How do I get on one of those or something like that? That was, that was before one-on-one showcase. Yeah, that was yeah, that was really early on, and it yeah. was like, I get even before auditions, I wasn't even gonna audition. Like, there's zero chance I make it. Mm-hmm. I did it just for fun, and because I ran into. How are you in my five hundred one right now? Because you were behind me, and somehow I skipped four hundred one. You skipped four hundred one because because okay. uh, our house team practice is on Wednesday, and that was when the class was. Yeah, so I wasn't gonna be able to make the class. Okay, and so I asked Gans, like, can I just skip it and then do four hundred one after? Yeah, it's like cool. Yeah, honestly, you've yeah I. The first Harold I ever have done was the, in the, one, 501? the 501, the first class. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I get the, I get the gist, I just don't know the intricacies, yeah. but like, it's really easy. I feel like if you skip 401, just do 501, you get the majority of 401. I'm excited because he had to miss a class a semester, so he when he takes 401, I'm taking 401, so we get to yeah. do another class together. Oh, nice. It'll be fun. Congratulations, Congratulations you two. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we met in 401. Are we are we on to the next part? I think we're on the, in, the improvisational improvisational comedy. Oh, detective, which is your house team at the has coalition, a lot of people from your has all of my four hundred one team except Mara and Kale. Yeah, we, what the fuck, man? I don't know. I how they cast it is crazy. How it just kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. We also have like Jesse and Sarah. Yeah, they're engaged, and like Murder Beach, except for Evie, is on Jensen. So, like, I think they just, you know, when they were picking them, it just worked out that way. Because Scott I really me. wish I could, like, be a I was hoping you two would be together. Because, like I said, the first time I saw you two, there was, there was definitely chemistry. On one hand, I'm really upset that we're not. But on, yeah. the, on the other hand, like, I'm actually glad. Because I feel like mm-hmm. we get our own experiences. Yeah. And, you know, we still do stuff together. So we're roommates. We're roommates. We yeah. don't want to be sick of each other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah. And also, like, be, I love when we get to do improv. Like, yeah, we'll give each other notes. But, like, if we were on a team together and, like... Because our styles, while you say there's chemistry, I think we have completely different styles. Yeah, and we actually talked about that. Yeah, uh, so like at length back so, when we were doing Tiny Bladders. Yeah, yeah. About how like I, like Jonathan felt like he he just felt awkward on stage, and I was like, yeah, I definitely feel like 
we don't mesh in the best way. Yeah, and so, like, while yeah, we're still, like, best friends, and we still do things together, like, I'm happy that we have our own experiences, and mm-hmm. that eventually, I mean, who knows, one day we could be on, like, if they do the, actually do the six-month thing, like, we could end up being on a team together, like, mm-hmm. maybe we'll be ready then. But Are you like, guys trying out the summer for a six-month? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I honestly don't I think I'm going to make it, though. Stop it. No, well, you made it the first time. You're gonna make it. No, I think I just have this feeling that there's gonna be like there's so many funny people that did not try out for this first one. You're a funny person. Yeah, but it's like you're gonna be okay. No, no, well, I don't even want to think that because I went into, um, I mean, I went to those first auditions just to have fun, and Mm -hmm. I just feel like and just to do just to have the experience of doing an audition. I mean, dude, look at the old house teams and and count out all the people from those teams that didn't try out. If any of them, if they, a bunch of, a bunch of them didn't. Yeah. But then there's like, I mean, Sean Hambray, He's like, I'm not, I'm not trying out for the next one. Not at all. Like, I'm, I've been biting off more than I can chew with this team. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not gonna get my hopes up. We're gonna put our best foot forward. I mean, that sounds like yeah. like, like quarterback press I conference. I didn't try out yeah. last time. I'm gonna try out this time for sure. Do it. I, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's fun if you're just trying to go in there and have fun. We did um, not expect to make it. We got callbacks, yeah. and I was, like, so surprised. That was another thing I was kind of thinking of as writing these. What is improv for you all? Is it, like, a means to an end, or is it, like, something you like to do for fun? Or Originally, like, I joined to meet people. Yeah. I never expected it to turn into what it's turned into. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely met people, but, like, yeah, it kind of realized, made me realize that I wanted to be a performer, which I talked about on some episodes, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Now it's just a thing where it's, like, this is the thing I do now. Yeah. This thing I want to get really good at and want to have fun and, like, be on stage. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started doing um, stand-up just be Or, I started doing improv because I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to do stand-up eventually. And I actually started writing stand-up. I had a really good buddy of mine pass away um, May of 2000. Actually, Cinco de Mayo of 2000. Um, 15? 15. Not from drinking. Um... <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> just to preface that. Um, you single in Mayo, but it wasn't related to drinking at all. No, it wasn't from drinking. He gets but, um, home. He, yeah. But, um, uh, and then I ended up that summer, long story short, having, like, panic attacks all the time, and one of the ways that I, like, coped with it was just, like, writing stand-up routines, making light of, like, how ridiculous my life had turned into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I eventually, I just kept writing stand-up, and then, uh, a whole year later, which was last, uh, summer... I just signed up to be an intern, did 101, and, like, for me, it's just, like, I mean, there's just been so many positive things I've gotten out of the theater, and I've been somebody, like, I'm sure plenty of other funny people will get it said to them, but I, throughout my life, have had people tell me, like, you're the funniest person I know, I could see you on SNL one day, I could see you do this, do that, and I don't buy any of that, but it's just, like, eventually you hear people keep saying that kind of stuff, and you're like, alright, like, I'm kind of a piece of shit if I don't, like, explore doing something with this. At Jonathan, you're both extremely funny. <laughs> Just want to let you know. I've actually you're never bro- seen you do improv. You've never seen me do improv. I'm I think the first sure time I I've saw never... you was when we did a set, we did sets together. In 501? Yeah, yeah. Dude, making, yeah. this guy, this guy breaks more than me. We did, um, we did detours and he couldn't, he mm. couldn't do the scene. It was so funny. Oh my God, I loved it. Oh, oh, I want to get through this list though. We have to make sure we get through it. We've only got a couple more. And we have, so it's 619, we have to yeah, get there by got, 7. So we have improv to me is like the most fulfilling hobby I've ever found in my entire life. I'll and it's like, it, it, it combines funny, being funny, 
like for me like structure and like expressing yourself and community like the yeah. biggest thing we've got out of this is for sure community mm-hmm. so like combining all these together and like everything has just been yeah, so positive it's good I can't that's, that's, a, that's one of the reasons I took it. it improv to me has always been like a means to an end I always wanted to like be able to talk well in front of people in front of an audience and that was the main thing but I've come away with like so many friends so many good memories and stuff that I really I really have a positive experience of it so you know actually um now that I think about it um so um to get out of all that shit I was having with panic attacks I started seeing a, a therapist at the time mm-hmm. and then uh May of last year, I started seeing this new therapist who I came in to him with, like, goals. And one of them was just to start dating again, and then uh, the other one was to start doing comedy. May of 2017? Yeah, last okay. year. Cool. Or April. Um, but, yeah, uh, the thing was, the reason why I wanted to go out and really do comedy was I wanted to be around funny people, because that's how yeah. my friend was. And I just realized that... My relationships in high school, I was around all these funny people, and then early college was around all these funny people, and then it eventually kind of turned into this thing where, like, all the people I knew, it was like, I, I knew them from the association of just they smoked weed. Yeah. And, hmm. you know, nah. so, I want to meet people who I met with the association of, like, we all are really into comedy. You've got similar, like, interests in that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What about, what is it for you? Just, just yeah. sit talking to people? Like I said, like, uh, I've always been, uh really anxious person to talking mm-hmm. to like people in general and uh improv I've never gotten that from you never that's okay so talking to you all it's it's easy because i have a reason to talk to you all but like for just random people it's always oh, like that. anthony brazo 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 anthony yes uh from the podcast uh, he, he got just, coffee with him today. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he just go up to like random people and talk to them, and it's something I've always wanted to do. Just people like, say that about me. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Matthew says it a lot about me. It's like that's yeah. something like I think that's a really good uh, skill to have. Just yeah. be able to go. Somewhere I can't do it all the time. Yeah. But I definitely can do that, and it's been more easy to do that since I've been at the theater. Because dude, it's like, like yeah. There's people that come if you have up a to reason to talk to somebody, it's easy to talk to them. But if you're just like some random person, it's like so hard. I feel like. Well, and also, I mean, I remember they started some rule. I don't even know if they have it anymore. If they had a rule, like, earlier in the year that they were like, okay, uh, any people who are doing a show, uh, you can get a free beer if you chat you talk, audience members yeah. after the show. S- same rule, by the and way. And so then, yeah. if you, it's, I hate to say it, but if you kind of go into talking to somebody with, like, some kind of a purpose that mm-hmm. kind of eases you, it can be better. Like, for me, I feel a lot better going after a show and chatting up an audience member or having an uh, audience member come up and tell me like, oh, you did great. Like, I feel way better being able to chat them up just because it's coming from this point of view of like, they just saw me in my element and they just saw like my best self. Yeah. So it's like, and they just saw me do something that they're probably like, I could never do that. So, yeah. But then it's like, if I'm just like, I don't know, if I'm just grabbing like a burrito at Chipotle, like I'm not gonna be sitting there trying to be like, oh, so, oh, I was at Fresh Market a couple days ago. And uh, where I, I was got behind the duck this from, guy. by the way. Just FYI. Where I got what? The duck from. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah uh, actually, I got, I got chicken there. Um, so, yeah, I was in line, just this guy in front of me, this, like, middle-aged guy. Um, he turns behind me, and he, he has this, like, bag that he picked, he just picked up next to him of, like, green yogurt-covered pretzels. He's like, oh, those look delicious, don't they? And we just started chatting each other up, and I was like, 
that's something that, like, I think is great and a great quality to have just because, like, I would never, I would just never think to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people would, like, be like, oh, yeah. Jesus like, they'd be, they'd be weird about it. Like, they'd have that guy say that. But, yo, dude, I mean, you miss every shot you don't take. And it's great to engage people. All right, we're going to go quickly through these last few. Uh, any improv rules that you don't feel like hold true for you? One thing that was told for me, or just in general? Just, uh, just whatever you feel like. One thing for me that was taught, told, told me, I don't remember who told me this, but it was like, if someone's doing a thing and they want you to do this thing, never do that thing. That way you can keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. But like lately, it's turned into, if someone wants you to do that thing, fucking do that thing right away. Contest a little bit to set up that you don't want to do it, but then fucking do it. Like, cut down that tree. I don't want to. Cut it down. Fine! <laughs> you know? But like, yeah. back, my old thought was like, never cut down that tree. Yeah. And like, we did a practice and it was like, no, you cut down the tree and now you advance the plot and now you, more things can happen. Mm-hmm. That's definitely been a huge thing for me that's changed over the past little bit. Alright, anything for you, Matt? Um, so, I got this buddy, Stephen Humphreys, and like, we were doing improv with each other in high school in front of friends when we'd hang out or like, maybe smoking weed or something. We would basically be doing improv for people mm-hmm. when like before I before ever did improv. improv yeah and we would always just it would get people to just like people loved it um we would like argue like we were a couple and we would just be really shitty towards one another and I completely understand like how agreement is better but um I there's some there's, there's some stuff there in uh, controversy and like yeah, that dude. Kind of stuff. There's a lot of fun yeah. that can be had there. Dude, Hearst girls like their sets are always like centered around some big to conflict. Be one. Yeah, to be one. exactly. And it's great. And it's just like I just I I think you know it's definitely more of like a hey you're fresh into improv focus on this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think like ultimately um, agreement to me I don't see it as like. It's like the super ultimate, like, you've got to do this. Yeah. But I, I think it is way. great for when you're new. Yeah. But, like, eventually once, you know, years from now when I'm good at improv, I'm going to be sitting Professional there Professional like, improviser. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I'm good and I got, like, you know, I'm confident on stage, I'm going to be able to sit there and, like, be, conf- be confident in disagreeing and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I have a thing I do often where at the end of, like, a hey, everybody, or some kind of, like, group game where I'll turn it. It's like everyone's agreeing, 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 and I'll disagree. Mm-hmm. Newman was like, don't do that. Oh, yeah? Can I, say, can I say something that is, like, I think is the most important thing about improv? Sure. I think I've said this before. <laughs> Dude, just fucking respect the space. I, I've, respect ta- I've talked to John about talked this so much. at length. It's getting annoying. Don't Respect talk. my space. Yeah, I haven't heard it. Exactly. Right. Right. Podcast. Podcast. As we talk yeah. over one another. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's all about respecting the space. Like... Let pe- let scenes breathe. Let people talk. Let things happen. Don't f- make it about you. Mm-hmm. Make it about the space. Respect that space in every aspect you can. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's like it's a uh, big, huge thing. The amount of scenes that I've been in and that I've seen where it's just like, you know, and it, it, I think it comes down to a lot of times. It comes down to just like I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of people that I've seen who are new. It's just like. Don't be afraid of silence. It's natural and it looks yeah. natural from natural. the audience perspective. I like silence. That's good. Yeah. It's good. It builds it, up tension. It does. And then yeah. you can work with the objects in your scene, you know? Totally. But, totally. Um, or just work on your facial expression. You know, like, you can do something else. But, um, my gosh, the amount of scenes of just, like, people 
Especially that's why I don't like group scenes. It's just like you can you can I give everybody all the rules that you want and all the yeah. parameters, and people will still be talking over one another. And it's yeah. like I'm sitting there like, and that's the one thing. It's not me being pompous, but it's just me seriously being like, like <laughs> what do you not get about just like what? It, how hard is it to just like not to talk over someone mm-hmm. and to just have it? Like I just don't get it. They're just. There have been a lot of scenes I've seen a bit in where it's just, like, people talking over one another, and a lot of times, like, one person who just, like, hogs yeah. the whole space. A strong opinion from Matthew Forehand. Ooh. And I hate, I, hate I hate crowds. I hate crowds. I hate, the hate bad crowds. He hates bad crowds. Right. I hate bad crowds. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, we said improv rules. You don't feel true to you. Okay, okay. I'll say mine real quick. Yeah. Never, never use a handgun, which is like this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think the important thing to get across when you're you're shooting somebody is the idea of a handgun and not exactly a handgun. You don't have to hold it like this. If you hold it like this, they'll still know. But like, you should do it. Hold the phone. Don't hold the phone. Hold the phone. Mm, I, I disagree. You, you don't think it holds. I disagree. Up. I think this is just as fine. Like for the audience, like they don't care. Like, as long as they know, like, what you're doing, that's the important thing to get across. Well, okay. Like, so, like, if you don't have to be perfect with, like, how you're holding the phone. What I will say is, so, if I, like, say if tonight, if I were in a scene and somebody pulled out, like, a handgun where it's, like, their hand is is the gun, it's you not them it, holding a gun, yeah. I would call out, I'd be like, can you stop with the handguns, okay? Like, yeah. you know, like, I'd call and it out the person, and make it fun. Yeah. You know, that's like, what the person would do. Yeah. And then you're yeah. funny. You guys never gave me a real gun, so I have to use a handgun. Ah. Yeah. So, like that. so it's like, I don't know, I uh, I feel like as long as, it's kind of like abstract art, as long as you're getting the idea across, that's the important part. Yeah. Like people know. I get you. I don't think that's super important. Uh, next thing I have is understatement, especially when other character is in hysterics. So it's like a lot of time when you have like this like other high emotional character who's very, very like, oh my god, this is happening, and like normally you'd be like, whatever, or something like that. If you kind of channel the audience, you're like, whatever. I think that's a that can be like a really funny part too, as well. The, the, it's like 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 not super emotional. The, the 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 opposite. The I can't think of the word, but yeah, the idea of like I'm I'm freaking out. Like, what do you do? I don't understand. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not that big deal. No, it's a huge deal. Fine, fine yeah. enough. Yeah, I think if you do it right, it can be done really well. I think it can be done really funny. Uh, next thing, uh, uh, I don't like when people assume I'm bringing uh, things from outside my life into an improv. Improv is stuff I do to get away. Really? Yeah. The one thing I'll say about that, in the essence of trying to, we have like ten minutes. We've got very short time. Um, ther- uh, ther- improv should be therapeutic, not therapy. So I let I like been said in the, the podcast yeah. before. Yeah, it's what, it's something for Katie told me. It's supposed yeah. to be fun. Um, I don't usually bring things from my real life, mm-hmm. um, but if I'm having a bad day, then it definitely shows. Yeah, and that's pretty much I think all I can really say about that. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever. I feel like I have, but I, I can't think of a time that I brought something. I was actually okay. You know what? So bad things. Don't bring up on stage. Like, come on. Yeah, like, save that for your shrink. Save that for your, whoever you talk to. Save it for yourself. Um, but, like, funny, like, if you have friends in the audience and you have had a joke that night, my buddy Wade and Ben came to my first uh, rodeo show for the, for the house team, mm-hmm. and uh, Wade had gotten Teacher of the Year, like, that day. And he, we've been talking about Ooh. it, making fun about it all day, about, like, oh, I'm Teacher of the Year, I'm on parking lot. And so I did a scene 
that they loved where I I came out and I was like this drunk guy who uh was like, I was teacher of the year. Yeah, he brought that up. You so, also you also do that that fake bomb thing that you brought out on stage that I missed mm-hmm. that show or the next one you did. Yeah. So like had I seen that I would have died because I die in person when you do it regularly so like like bring out stuff that's in your in your wheelhouse in your like, wheelhouse don't, don't bring your problems on stage yeah you can if you want to channel that energy fine like that's where you find your maybe you find your emotional perspective like that's mm-hmm. some, what some people can do but like don't don't bring your problems on stage yeah. it's therapeutic not therapy and it's I'm supposed like, to make you feel better not solve your problems I'm kind of the opposite sometimes I'll say things and people are like oh are, is he having problems in real life right now and I'm like no that's, that's just something I found funny uh, last last thing, uh, greats of the theater. What? Greats of the theater. Who do you greats. like? Yeah. Greats? Yeah, greats? Greats of the theater. Do you have any people we look up to? In yeah, yeah. Every, absolutely. Everybody there, I think. Everyone who's a part of it, who has been on that stage, who has done something, someone who I definitely look up to just because it's not an easy thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. the first time I was on stage, I was freaking out. Specifically, one of my favorite people, and this isn't to talk down to anybody else, but like, Pajor has always been someone for me mm-hmm. who has been there. Like, he was my free view. I remember freaking out because I couldn't, I didn't sign up in time in time for a 101. And I remember, like, reaching out to him and they signed, they made another one. And then, like, my first full set was with Pajor, Pajor Plus One. Yeah. I talk about it all the time. You've heard that, was a, that was a set where you'd go on with David Pajor, a, uh, a regular of the theater, and founder. Like some founder of the theater, and some random person from the audience. And I, I showed up, I was a little buzzed, Yeah. and he picked me, because he said I looked excited, mm-hmm. and uh, we did a set, and it went well. I made him laugh on stage, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like, it was just like one of the biggest things, and to share that with him, and like, I'm just, just little things here and there, interacting with him, he's been like, every stage of my growth, he's been there, and like, yeah. watching, talking, whatever it is, so like, I think he's someone who definitely like, has influenced me a lot, for sure. Nice. Matt? Anything to say? Um, I, um, just the first two that popped into my head of people that, like, Katie, of course, is amazing, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's been extremely important so, to so my, so uh, big. growth, more yeah. so than anybody at the theater, uh, she's been responsible for me having so many opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Can't, um, can't, can't say enough good things. Yeah, I'm definitely a Holcomb dumpster. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Holcomb dumpsters in the comments. Um. Friend of the show. Yeah. Show. Um. So, uh, but when I think of people that, like, I think that Amber from Hearst Girls. Okay. And then yeah. Blue from oh, Big Glasses. Yeah. I, I hope everybody respects them and understands that they're special and as good of improvisers as I see them. Yeah. Especially so Blue, good. dude. Sometimes I hear... Blue is so Sometimes hilarious. Blue, I'll, I'll be talking with him and I, you know, there's that... He, he was telling me once that he used to be a sad boy when he was in high school. And there'd still be kind of like a tinge of uh, sad boy sometimes when I talk to him and like self-deprecating humor. And I just like, I hope he understands that like the theater would not be the same at all without him. And Big Bosses wouldn't be as funny. He is honestly, in my opinion, like, he's, he's such a rock. He's in the theater. Yeah. I, I love him whenever mm-hmm. he performs. He, yeah. He's one of the people who has a, Casey runs on stage, he started that, but like, Blue runs on stage and yells. Like, that's his, like, entrance. Mm-hmm. And, like, for Detective, like, I'm always last on stage. Just, like, an entrance thing. Like, him doing that running thing is, like, to me, is, like, so important to, to that. Like, mm-hmm. him as a person, like, having his own thing, like, it's just, like, yeah, it sticks out. Blue is one of the people that definitely sticks out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he was, yeah. 
Uh, being on a team with him, I think Sean Hambright is Sean, like dude. really Sean, underrated. Oh, he's I, I saw, like, I saw Sean, and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so funny. I, mm-hmm. I am he. So I did sketch uh, this sketch class. One of the shows he, uh, one of the classes he taught because Bo Bo Cripps wasn't there, and mm-hmm. he was he was absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I saw him perform with you all one time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's so funny. He's, he's so, and yeah. I think he um, he just. Uh, he has such a special place, just as a performer on stage. I feel like, um, I feel like people who are who can do that more so kind of deadpan characters. Yeah, they're a lot more valuable so than bad. somebody who's be like, oh, wait, right, cool, cool, Matthew. You know, like, or like energetic people. People being able to do that is like way more finesse. And I guess now I'm thinking about it, just people that really inspire me. One more, one more. We're getting we're getting close here. Yeah, we got three minutes. Uh, uh, Joe? Joe Freeman? Not Joe Freeman. No, Joe, who is on, like, the Johnsons or Da Vinci or something. Who is on Da Vinci? Oh, Joey Tron? No, No, not Joey. Joey Tron, I'm going to put that out there. Joey Tron is one of my favorites. He's he's great. Yeah. I I love him. He's awesome. Joe F. Something F. He's funny, though. He's so good. Yeah, Yeah, we we can just go through and name so many great people, because there are so many great people. Yeah, but if I had to just say two off the top, I just really hope that... Amber and Blue get the kind of respect uh, from other people that I I see them. I hold them in high regard. I think they're like amazing performers. Yeah. yeah. Right, I want to shout out to my uh, probably one of my favorite improvers in the theater, uh, Jim Zarling. He was my first mm-hmm. first coach ever. He uh, I did stand up one on one in January of 2017. I've got uh, an immense amount of respect for him. Definitely. I like how he started, like, his own thing in Charlottesville and everything, and he started, like, doing his own stand-up things. I listened to his podcast with you. Um, I, I, he, he's amazing. Yeah. I've got so much respect for him. One of my favorite improvisers. Shout-out to him. Joey Tron is one of my favorites as well. He's my 301 coach. Love him. Uh, Josh Blueball, we already talked about a bunch. Yeah. He's amazing as well. Those, those three are amazing. Uh, Chamonique. Uh, who oh, we haven't talked about at all. She's yeah, absolutely so hilarious. Yeah. Love her so much. Not that, not that I don't respect the other three you mentioned, but yeah, mm-hmm. Shamanique is the one I forgot about. Like, she, so I've good. never seen a scene where she's not, like, the one getting gut busting laughs. Yeah. Like, she's, she's hilarious. Yeah. And she occupies a very special face, uh, space in the theater just because, like, she has a certain, she does goofiness, I think, the theater better than anybody else. I feel you there. Personally. Was that the last thing? Or was there one? Was there I one? think that was the last thing. The last thing was uh, this guy right here. So yeah, we end the show with... Uh, people being in the show. Lately it hasn't because I don't have a lot of things, but what's the weirdest thing in the studio? Alright, so usually do the weirdest thing in the studio. Today, I think I brought the weirdest thing in the studio. You are definitely the weirdest thing I in think the studio. Did. Um, so this is a 10... Uh, a 10-inch dildo. That has been here most of the show. Well, it's been dildo. here most of the show. That's what we're very laughing about. so veiny. That is very, not, that it's is... very vascular. Um, this is That's called... like Tony Horton's dick. It's and like called Jackie's dick. Jackie's dick is... If you're on Amazon, you're looking for a penis ever. to put in you. This is Jackie's dick. Jackie's dick. Uh, it's got 10-inch total, 8-inch of insertable length. Um, wow. About 5 inches around. That's all I remember about it. It's, can I just say... It's a great penis. I'd like you to keep it here. No. Can I screw it Can we be room? honest? We've all seen plenty of dicks in our lives from porn. What is with this 
dick to ball ratio. Yeah, the balls are very so they look small. Like, yeah. They look like the guy with testicular cancer, we, and they just put, like, pistachios in a sack. We, <laughs> we just might, like, maybe we're just big-balled individuals, but, like, maybe th- that can't be We're accurate. more like small-dicked yeah. individuals. Yeah, These balls are huge! More likely. <laughs> no, I... Actually, many cocks in my life, and the, the balls match the hanging yeah, The ratio. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude. I think what I want to do is I want to drive a screw through the top of the suction cup. Okay. And just put it right up in the corner. Yeah. Out of the way, but like, <laughs> yeah. but like people will still be like, is that a fucking dildo? <laughs> I, so, uh, just backstory, I had this, uh, I ordered it off of Amazon, uh, like $12, not a ton. Uh, I put it on, uh, on just a random wall in our living room and Joe came in and, uh, I wasn't there when he came in, but when he came home, he was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I can imagine. That was, that was our reaction. So all those thumps, was it falling off the wall? It's not a yeah. big, The suction cup is not good for... The dildo is, like, fairly... It's, like, it's like a pretty heavy heavy guy here. Like, it's... Ten inches isn't anything to laugh about. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, though? I'm, like, surprised at the consistency of how wobbly it is. Like, yeah. like... You know, yeah, you could fuck some shit up with this fucking dildo. You could, you could hurt somebody yeah. with that dildo. Ow. You could. This is this is solid. It ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. No, I just feel like huh? it's like solid silicone right there. God, I can never. No one can ever. Like if my family comes over. <laughs> hey, let's see this room. No, 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 Unless you have more, unless you have more notes by then. Who knows? I probably will. Well, you go. It, so, however you want to say goodbye. Uh, yeah, I think a plug. Everyone looks at the mic, but oh, okay. Uh, so that's right. You do usually do a plug at the end. I've got two plugs. Okay. Uh, the first is for firm mattresses. Uh, I don't think there are enough firm mattresses in the world. Everybody likes soft mattresses. Firm mattresses are great. Uh, the second I'm going to plug, I'm going to plug for is uh, flossing. Everybody floss your teeth. It's really important for you. And yeah. uh, last thing I'm going to say is I need a, uh, a pepper mill and a salt grinder. So if anybody has any one of, <laughs> any one of those things, I would greatly appreciate so, it. Uh, I could have bought one with the 12 bucks <laughs> that I used to buy this 10-inch dildo. But instead, I bought the 10-inch <laughs> dildo instead yeah. of the salt shaker and pepper mill pack. Pepper mill and salt grinder, yeah. Right, we have to stop. Thank you okay. for doing it. This was a lot of fun. Bye, guys.